I've actually seen monkeys that have hair like that. It's so good. That's funny. I love monkeys. Monkeys are the best. You remember like the the Mario movie? I was actually just thinking that that in my head. What a weird movie still when you watch that movie. I got a can. (gasps) What is it? Venom. I, I thought they discontinued making those. No, I think the store just ran out of them. Oh, I because like I was hearing reports of like, oh, they're done with it, and I'm oh. like, I'm like, dude, that sucks. And well, yeah, like, it sucks only because I'm cheap as fuck and want it for a dollar. <laughs> that I mean, that's that's what it is. Because otherwise, what do they got? They got ripped for one twenty-five, rise for uh, two two bucks or okay. two fifty, and then G Fuel, which they don't even carry at that store anymore for two fifty as well. Um, every like it's only like a few places now that are carrying G Fuel. I'm noticing right now. I think the Keltar can kind of thing is not really working. Which I should. You can buy that stuff online. Well, yeah, I think I I, sh- I actually got checked. Did we checked the mail. Mm-mm. I got checked the mail then later today because I should have gotten my new one. Mm. So, and that that's the Battletoads one. Ah. Did you get a brain freeze or something? Your face was like ah. This is this. My phone has a magnet. My case is a magnet, and it like stuck to the the microphone stand. So when I lifted it, I was like, "Get off the stand, damn it!" No. <laughs> I'm Josh, by the way. We're, oh, we're, this hi, is Manadrone. Everyone. I'm Adam wearing a Gandalf hat because I ordered this. It was supposed to be your October twentieth, and it just showed up. Thank you for not helping me with my Halloween costume. The website. I'm not gonna say what it is, who it was, but drop way to drop the ball. L- uh, loot crate? No. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, I'm just trying to think of the geeky, the geeky sites. Dude, I I will say one thing. I used I had like like I went through loot crate. Um, after a while, I was like, wow, this is all just useless shit. What the heck's the name? I I'm drawing a blank. I can't even think of like a hint for it. There was a really really geeky website for stuff. For like weird knickknacks and shit that people used to really like like 10 years ago. Oh, no, no, I know. There, there was like a there's like at least a couple companies that still do crates. Loot Crate's one of them. And then isn't it like it's geek something, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. And then it like it was either they either put that store in uh, GameStop or they put it in Suncoast. No, and they started selling stuff from that Suncoast website. Suncoast is um, gone and it's been gone for years. Or not Suncoast, Spencer's. No, no. What happened was originally it was Think Geek. Think Geek. That's the one I'm yeah, thinking of. Was Think, Think Geek. Geek got bought out by GameStop secretly, like when there was the whole entire stock market thing was happening. With, mm. You know, like companies like, like Think Geek wants to sell, and it was be- battle between um, Hot Topic originally and really, Hot Topic. That's what it was. Hot Topic was going to win, and then okay. out of left field, like GameStop snuck up behind and bought all the stocks and ah. then owned it. And I mean. I wish Think Geek was just a regular website. Yeah, it was Think Geek because I had a friend of mine that was talking about how he got he used to get shirts from that website. Yeah, all the time. And then I kept thinking that uh, Felicia Day's channel Geek and Sundry, and yeah. I thought that that was the name of the store. And I was like, yeah. No, what the heck is that? No, that's where I got my cool robot measuring cups. I remember one time I bought a bag of tea that was picked by a monkey. Enough said. Um, that was the yeah. No, seriously, I was it was a tea that was picked by monkeys. How much shit was in that tea? Like literal? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I drank it. Uh, what else did I get from the? I got a, I got a bunch of weird like kitchen utensils, like robot measuring cups, which is really the cool. red ones, right? 
That little cool red one. Yeah. yeah. I got chopsticks. I think I got like a. Uh, the metal ones that um, you yeah. have? Huh. Yeah. They were supposed to be like Freddy Cougars or whatever it was. And then the, I, my one friend accidentally put them in the dishwasher. I'm like, that was smart. And oh. they, mel- they melted off. Huh. Weird. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was to help you like if you knew how to use chopsticks. Ah, okay. Like that. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. I'm, I, I can barely use them. I'm like a two year old with chopsticks. Dude, I love it because I get sushi all the time. I'm really good at it. Ah. Apparently, I eat sushi wrong. My friend Faith just told me that I eat sushi wrong. And, it, and she hates me for it. Huh. Yes. Interesting. It's strange. It's very strange. But um, Andrew, say hi. Hi. There you go. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I figured he would have done it in his other voice. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. You and me both. Mickey like, Mouse. Oh, we, I mean, we can. House of Mouse. Let's do this. Mickey's, Mickey's, uh, what, what, Epic Mickey. I love that game. No, I never played it. Now I get to do five out of three out of principle. Are you, nah. are you actually going to buy it now? So I love how, and I'm glad that this went full fucking circle, because we were talking about it, about how the voice actress for Bayonetta 1 and 2 basically brought up a really important discussion of some of these people not being paid enough for their talents in the video game industry. And it's like, okay, you know what, fine, we'll buy it. You're right. You are right. You're not getting paid enough. To the main person at Platinum Games being a complete piece of shit, to then finding out that she lied to her viewer, you know, her, her fan base and everything like that, to where people were like, okay, this is kind of bullshit, you shouldn't have lied, whatever. To now, basically, she's now telling people who are uh, going to boycott the game to then donate their, boc- like, their boycott money to, like... Charities. To anti-abortion charities. Oh, I didn't know there were specifics. Yeah, no, she's like, go donate to an anti-abortion clinic today. And everybody's like, now I'm just going to go buy three games of the copy to fucking spite you. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Well, because I remember you were saying that originally out of principle, you weren't going to buy it. Out of principle originally. And I love how she basically turned it to a complete 180 out of nowhere it's like oh okay cool you also kind of called people to harass the original voice or the new voice actors of the game too wow you're a bitch so, yeah, well, I uh, was like, just like wondering about this because at first I was just like, man, dude, like, like uh, so much of it doesn't sound like right to me, you know? So I, was, I was like, like, there is so much like fishiness going on, and then all of a sudden, like, things are coming out, and we're just like, wow, she lied. Well, the thing was is that yeah, she lied, and again, I don't excuse the fact that she lied, considering the fact that especially considering like you know going back into it, it's like, are you really being paid enough for your talents? I mean, if you want to look at the grand scale of things, everybody who works in the entertainment industry gets paid way too fucking much for what they do no I'm not gonna deny that yeah whatever she's gonna get paid you know twenty thousand dollars for like 40 hours of voice acting you know that's ridiculous when you think about it in the grand scheme of things but whatever fine fuck it we'll, we'll let that be a statistic but you know if we're gonna argue with these people to have better living conditions which everybody should have better living conditions fine for it fuck it i'll fight for it why not but now she basically goes okay well we should have better conditions it's like yes to okay well i lied about what i did okay to all right, now, this new voice actor is not the voice actor of Bayonetta, which then caused a lot of people to harass the new voice actor for Bayonetta, which is like, okay, now you're just being a fucking spiteful bitch. By the way, the new voice actor for Bayonetta then held her own donation run for charity and actually donated it to a good charity, and it's like, wow, what a fucking trooper. And she did a great job with the voice, too, from what I've been hearing from people, to now the original voice actor for Bayonetta again tells people to now donate their money to the abortion charity, and it's like... You're a fucking stupid bitch. Go jump off a cliff. <laughs> Nobody cares Whoa, about you anymore. Michael, Your credibility is gone. You're I was going to say. You're gone. I don't think he's canceled. I think somehow. No, she's canceled. She's not a fucking You think you, you, oh, yeah. 
So she was only ever voicing Bayonetta. That's it. That's all she ever did. With her I understand that, movie. but what I'm just saying though is I've seen so many people that are like they're done, and then all of a sudden they're back after like a couple months, and everyone just decided to no, have amnesia and no, not pay attention what, what no they game did. No studio is going to give her a role after this. Oh, you think so? Okay. Absolutely. After, after what she did on Twitter, no, Absolutely. <laughs> no way. I don't have Twitter, so I really don't know what's going on. on Twitter and all this like shit show that she calls on Twitter and how much drama she's caused and how much like bad PR that she has brought to, you know, herself. Yeah. Nobody worth their salt is going to hire her for a voice actor. I wonder if, I wonder if that lady has a blue check mark. I don't know. <laughs> I know you're about to make fun of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. But, you know, now she basically completely ruined all of her cred. So now who's going to fucking give her a job? People are going to be like, well, now you're demanding more money than you're worth, so we're not even going to give you a job. Yeah, she's canceled. She's gone. She's out of here. Everybody in the whole Bayonetta fan base now basically hates her. Okay. She has very few followers left that are actually even stick with her gold for the people that are, you know, people that already have amoral standards anyway that are sticking with her. So you know what? Fine, fuck them. They can stick with their garbage. Don't care anymore. Yeah, she's, she's done though. So now I'm just going to buy Bayonetta 3 out of fucking principle to just support, you know. I hear it's awesome. I have I, it. I've I, had it for I figured it was going to be forever. It's platinum. It's, yeah. it's platinum games. Like, I know the game is going to be good. I wish the, the developer for Platinum, you know, the head president wasn't a piece of shit, because he is, he's an asshole, and he needs to really stop doing that, considering the fact that, you know... The guy that blocked everybody on Twitter? Yeah, okay. and he got his own account suspend, or suspended because of it. Yeah. He needs to stop being a piece of shit, because the thing was is that, in this Isn't case... Isn't there, like, a rule, like, he won't, like, answer anyone if they speak English to yeah, him or something yeah. like that? It's really weird and absurd. It's specifically in his bio, though. Yeah, I understand that it's in his bio, but it's still really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Can we admit that, though? That, that's kind of, like, odd and strange that he He's just like, you speak I mean, English to me, I hate you. I mean, again, I'm not going to deny he's a piece of shit, because he is a huge piece of shit of a person. It's just that now the voice actor, the, you know, the old voice actor for Bayonetta, is a bigger piece of shit than he is. Which, you know, surprisingly, that was a very high bar to jump across, but you did it. Well, I applaud you. <laughs> Congratulations never having another voice acting role again. Congratulations on being a new bagger at your local grocery store. And yeah. Congratulations on that eight years of, like, learning into acting experience for you going right down the fucking chair because you're an idiot. So, yeah. Uh, eventually, I will be buying Bandit 3 again. With, with the way that this economy is, why the heck would you want to self-destruct your career like well, that? Well, so many people, like, with, like, that. that's the biggest problem. Like, there are so many times where, like, people are hearing about working conditions, about, like, places, and everyone's just like, dude, this is horrible, terrible. Like, this is not how anyone should be treated, and I feel like a lot of people take full-on advantage of, like, the the rhythm of like what's going on with the world of like hey this is terrible work conditions that's not good enough pay you know we all need to stand up and make sure these people and i feel like she took full-on advantage of that kind of like mentality that people are having right now because let's be blatantly obvious the voice actors they get paid a lot of, there are a few that get paid good and then there are a lot who they don't get, get nothing, nothing. exactly they get other roles and it's it's upsetting for them and i do agree with that and, and, you know, again, you know, the, the world and the economy and everything is pretty bad right now. We're not going to, you know, disagree with that. And, and the idea that, you know, voice actors should be getting paid more. Again, I, the big argument I brought is how much is Chris Pratt being paid to go, it's a me, uh, it's a Mario in the vo- as his voice. And yet how much is she getting, how much did she get paid? And I mean, then if you I'm go not going to lie, some, I am going to go see that movie, sorry. I mean, I'm going to see it too, just because, you know... <gasps> I, 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 I mean, uh, besi- aside from Chris Pratt being Mario, the rest of that movie looks awesome. Yeah, looks can good. we all just dress up as Mario characters? Andrew, can you dress as Bowser? Maybe, we'll see. No, dress as Bowser! I, first. Uh, I mean, I mean, you could be a skinny... Hmm. You could be one of his kids. Maybe. But Have a little staff. 
Maybe. You can mm. see. But I don't know. It's one of the it is definitely one of those things that like, you know, some people are being paid way more than others despite the fact of the effort. And there's a huge quality difference. And again, I understand where people are like, Well, you're paying for a brand and it's like, I'm sorry, but to tell you something, most brand names are garbage. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, stop doing it. And again, if you even have to go forward to this, I really hope that there's a big study growing out there because I'm actually deathly curious. Hell yeah. Ten dollars. I'm going as Toad. Nice. I'll buy the... Hey, dude, dude, buy the Mario hat. I'll buy the Luigi hat. Let's do this shit. Do the Mario! What did he get, like, really in trouble where he's like, hey, kids, if you do drugs, you're gonna go to hell and you're gonna die. The guy who did the voice of, like, the live actor of the Mario... Oh, I have no clue. I swear to God... Lou Albano? I don't know if it was when he was a wrestler or if he was actually on... The Mario show, but I remember Both. as a kid. But yeah, but he, I don't worry it was, but he literally goes, grabs the mic and goes, remember kids, if you do drugs, you're going to go to hell. No got to die. No clue. He huh. actually said that. Once I know that for a fact. Again, if you're a big name voice actor, you're a big name actor, you're a big name person of these types of shut your fucking mouth and stop speaking politics around people. Just saying it'll make, it'll, it'll. Make your life so much easier if you just shut. I don't think any like. I'm sorry. Like I looked at my family today and I was just like eating, and then Dad's just like 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 no, let's just eat and have a family dinner and let's talk about some other things like how is going at the gun club? Did you shoot good at the sporting clays? Yeah. Why is Bandit still a drained sociopath? Let's have those kind of conversations. Let's have actual conversations. Why is nah. like? Why does every time I see Scout, he looks? No, I mean it's not Scout Bandit. He looks like he was a crack baby. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I'm listening to talk radar. I'm just thinking of your dad being like, "So you still got a crush on every boy?" <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. Um, yeah. But no, like, so I want to get Bandit. What did they try to do? Start talking to you about politics? Is that what well, you guys were doing? My family, uh, like, both oh. sides. No, we're not. I, I, not that we're gonna do it oh, on no, this no, podcast. No, I'm just curious. Just, well, to, what I'm just saying though is like straight up. There's like parts where like I know like some of my mom's side of the family oh on my side of the family's no. some lean left some no. lean right and then I just stay here in the middle going crap no. crap just let's just all talk and Bad. just be friends let's be friends yeah, okay. let's play video games instead no let's put about shit on Twitter <laughs> I don't like Twitter anyways I don't care yeah what what yeah what about what? Elon Musk buying yeah, yeah. for 44 billion fucking dollars do I think it's 44 billion yeah how come I gotta if he if he has 44 billion dollars and why the fuck do I have to pay eight dollars for a fucking check mark okay so <laughs> for, I can tell you right now Twitter, I don't give a shit I, guarantee I don't care you Twitter's like like user base and everything it's been confirmed that a lot of there was a lot of bots no, in here, Twitter here's the thing right so anybody who has not been initiated on this about what happened to the whole Elon Musk situation effectively he stated publicly that he was going to buy Twitter which tanks Twitter stocks so much so that Twitter actually was able to sue him because of this so they basically forced him to buy it oh yeah right for yep, I remember that dollars. yeah so yeah. the same man who said that he was going to solve world hunger for seven billion dollars still waiting on that by the way Elon uh, now had to buy Twitter for 44 billion dollars and people are jumping ship left and right it hit and so it's one of those things that now he's trying to say, well, I think that there should be an equality of uh, people who are allowed to speak on this platform, which obviously means that the very first day that he took over, the N-word was the word that was trending on Twitter that day because he doesn't want to stifle free speech, mind me. 
mind you, but he does. <laughs> Absolutely he does. So a great example too is that one of the things that's not against Twitter TOS, I love this, is parody accounts. If you know what a parody account is. No. So, so basically there's another guy on there that was named the real Elon Musk, right? Oh yeah, so yeah. He, that, that was one of the parody accounts. And one of the things that that account posted like right after Elon took over was my wife left me. And huh. immediately got banned. So it's a little suspicious that, you know, a parody account like that that had been up for years had a ton of followers and would say stupid shit that came out of Elon's mouth and, you know, in a parody way. Yeah. Immediately said something like that and it immediately gets banned, which could be taken directly as Elon banning an account he doesn't like because it makes him look bad. And we know this is a thing. Sure. It is definitely going to be one of those things of like, yeah, Elon is about to censor a lot of Twitter that he doesn't like. And this whole bullshit about you having to pay $8 a month to basically not be shadow banned, which is effectively what's happening. This is what this actually is. If we want to look at it from a logistics standpoint, you're paying eight dollars a month for the for the app to basically say, "I'm not a bot." Sure. Go fuck yourself. I'm not paying eight dollars for your. App. People were actually laughing. They're like, "Hmm, Twitter checkmark or Netflix for seven ninety nine." Twitter checkmark or literally ten packs of ramen. Yeah. We'll just go buy. Ramen. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, is it the cool ramen, like the really nice, like spicy Japanese style that, ramen? Anything that's not a useless checkmark. Okay. And, and so his argument was well, eight was, cans of venom. Some people. Oh. So Elon's argument was immediately, well, some people pay more do- pay eight dollars for their latte. <laughs> I the saw one, that. And they're the ones bitching about not being able to afford a checkmark, and it's like, hey, Elon, just so you know, the checkmark gives me nothing, and the lo- mocha mm. latte you're talking about would wake me up for an afternoon. I value that more than your shitty checkmark. I'm sorry that you're telling me that there's a bunch of bots on your platform. That's true. There's a bunch of trolls on your platform. That's true. Also, firing a third of the fucking staff at Twitter on, like, the third fucking day for those people I, that... I mean, hear me out. ...is I, also not going to take care of those bot accounts and those troll accounts and those racist accounts and the, you know, very disturbing shit you can find on Twitter that is everywhere, mind you. I know. I just, I just can't see the appeal of Twitter. Period. For me, honest to God, truth. Twitter. I have a Facebook just, honest to God, truth, to keep in touch with a bunch of my family members and just post some stuff about them so they know what I'm doing. Facebook is worse. I know Facebook is worse, but that's the only reason why I have Facebook. I don't. I had a Twitter, and I just thought I was like, wow. This is poison. I use it passively, and the only people that I follow are gaming-related people. So That's that's it. Yeah. For for me, I use Twitter mostly to follow a lot of my friends. The thing about Twitter that's great is that Twitter is basically your one-stop shop for... I want to post something. To t- I want to post something to social media that my friends can see. If I want to post art I just drew, I do that all the time. If I want sure. to post an opinion about something that I have going on, or if I want to post clips about Pokemon Unite, super easy to do, super fun, super you know, very quick, very easy to do. And I like that about Twitter. And I will admit that that's one of the best things about Twitter. The problem about Twitter is that it's not focused on which demographic people are using Twitter. So you literally have. You know, politics, sports, video games. Yeah, it still annoys me when I'm like scrolling through and I see some like Paris from Kind of Funny, and then right underneath is Joe Biden talking about gas. Yeah, and it's like it's, really? Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> the problem with Twitter is that Twitter isn't really. Focused. And then and then a freaking like the Twitter ads, dude. They just they skyrocketed as soon as he took over. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Elon is going. Go to the casino, play place a bet. It's like, come on, He's man, going- what the. Full yeah, and he's claiming that. Well, guys, I need the extra dollars a month to run Twitter. Just so you guys know, we can't run Twitter on ad revenue alone. Yeah, you can. It's like, well, first off, you're full of shit, and secondly, you have more money in the world than most other people do. 
Your bitch. Uh, I. I don't even think the world's smallest violin playing for him does justice for how pathetic he is with his money and how pathetic he is as an individual. And when it comes to asking for credibility, you know, for for people like not to mention, I just I just saw something where they said that um, he raised the price for Starlink. Yeah. Apparently, too, which yeah. I thought the whole purpose of Starlink was to be free for everybody to have Internet for well, free. I know that. Yeah. He, well, I know that he's also asking like he's like, OK, my aid, my free aid for Ukrainian military with using Starlink is done. And I'm kind of like I was like, I mean, thanks to that, there was major victories. And now I feel like he put himself in the position to where like, hey, you desperately need it. NATO. Give me money. This is great video game content, by the yeah. way. I know, I'm just no, saying. It, it, sorry to anybody that doesn't want to hear about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, and this is kind of like off the beat. See, that's why like, I hate, like, the, that's why I don't want to talk about Twitter. I hate Twitter. Yeah, and to be fair, I do hate Twitter too, but there is enough gaming, like, news that happens on Twitter, and there's enough. Oh, like, tons. And there's tons of gaming news that happens on Twitter, and whether it rains from things something like politics or something like Pokemon right now, just giving out spoilers for new Pokemon, which is kind of cool to see, to, you know, people talking about the Mario Brothers movie. There's a lot of interesting ideas about Twitter. Or even ads for games like uh, Marvel Snap, stuff like that. Yeah, right. And that's one of the things that's great about Twitter is the fact that like it is kind of a mesh of everything together so we can kind of have this, you know, non-focused mess of a website that we can kind of explore all these ideas at the same time. The problem is, is that I think we're actually about to go back to a user-run internet. It's, it's really weird because it's like there's this Twitter implosion where it's like kind of collapsing on itself. And the same thing seems to be happening to YouTube because I keep hearing people say, go to Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Free speech. Go to Rumble. YouTube is all, again, it's kind of, it's, it's coming back down to this issue that corporates are just, corporations are bad. For the individual. Like, sure. That is just yeah. the truth. Yep. If you want to express yourself, corporations are the worst fucking thing imaginable to do that. Well, I mean, look at... Well... Th- Okay, so it doesn't really count because the game isn't out yet, but look at how heavy Sega or uh, whoever is, like, banning um, videos, like, demonetizing stuff, taking stuff down for Sonic Frontiers. It's leaked. There's footage everywhere. Yeah. Same with God of War. Right. But then you get companies, oh, I'm going to put Bayonetta up, and Nintendo's like, nah, that's, that's mine. That, that's that's ours. Yeah. You're making money? I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> right. And the thing about Nintendo is that Nintendo wants to take stuff down. But, like, when it comes to things like leaks and stuff like that, that's one thing. But sure. when it comes to the idea of people posting, like, hey, guess what? I made this cool fan Mar- Mario video or whatever yeah. the hell. And then Nintendo's like, DMCA, take that shit down. Yep. And, and, yeah, if you make the same thing for Sonic, Sonic's like, oh, that's cool on you, man. You know, their Twitter account's going to explode and be like, hey, you know, we found this, or we, you know, this is good on you. We're happy that you're doing this, and yeah. they're, then they're going nuts. Which I will say that Sega is a bit better for, you know, protecting the expression of their fan base, which is nice and awesome. But again, it still comes down to the idea that at the end of the day, corporations are bad. Greedy. The corporations are bad for your individual like uh, expression. It would be like me trying to criticize, you know, GameStop reviewers on their own website. And they would just take that shit down because obviously, if you can prove them wrong, it makes them look bad. They're just gonna ban you. Mm. Alrighty then, no more Twitter. Let's talk about Ghostbusters. Game GameStop review? Oh, you mean like people actually review game video games on GameStop's website? I mean, yeah, that was a thing. They do. Oh, I they think do. they do, don't they? Does it? I I don't know. I don't ever go there. Yeah, they do. I can't remember the other big one that people use. Was it GameFly? Uh, never. Seriously? Yeah. Gamefly used to be huge like 10 years ago. It's like the they're old... Still, they're it's, still around. Yeah, I, I, that's where I bought... Um, uh, what was the name of that RPG that everybody... We were talking about like three or four months ago with the blind yeah. dude with the, the thing over his eyes. Mm, yeah. 
Uh, Tales of Arise. That's yeah, where I got yeah, Tales no. of Arise's oh, okay. game gameplay. I thought he had like a pirate patch. I don't think it was all over his eyes. I thought. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Yes. Ghostbusters. 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 No more Twitter. Twitter's stupid. Ghostbusters is fun. Well, while you guys talk about Ghostbusters, I'm play. I'm gonna browse Twitter right now. I hate you so much. <laughs> no. Um. I'm gonna watch more funny videos of monkeys their heads on the wall. There you go. No. Um. Ghostbusters. I really love the idea. It's four people against one ghost. Um. Actually. Now that I'm looking at this timeline, it's 24 minutes in. We should take a break really quick. Yeah, 24 minutes of hate on Twitter. I did not escape. The child of Ra's al Ghul made the climb. But he is not the child of Ra's al Ghul. I am. Oh. What? <coughs> Talia, al Ghul, here to finish my father's work. But we totally had sex. Yes, I, I know. No, like, hardcore. Three times. It was all a cruel ploy to gain your confidence. That was a cruel ploy. <laughs> Sign me up for another. It was great. When the mission is at hand, no act is off limits. Oh, I agree. Nothing was off limits. It was like an all-you-can-fuck buffet. Okay, Bruce, that's enough. Okay, let's get back on track. You must be wondering how we came to this moment, Mr. Wayne. Let me see if I recollect. Some stuff happened. You sucked my dick. My father. Like a lot. My father never accepted Bane. How was that, by the way? Are you done? I hadn't showered that day. And I fight crime in a rubber suit. Really seals in the flavor. Oh, dude, Jesus. My father only saw a monster who could not be tamed. You tamed my monster. Okay, just shut up, okay? With your mouth. Stop! In two other places. Okay. In an order that would surprise you. Enough! Ass mouth man. Alright, that's it! That is my love you're speaking to. I am her protector. That's ironic. Cause we didn't use any protection. And I offered. You motherfucker. No, 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 Bane, it's fine. These words will be his last. Her last words were, spit in my mouth. Okay, do you understand what's happening right now? A bomb is about to blow up Gotham and I've stabbed you. I stabbed you first. Okay. With my dick. Ghostbusters Synthwave Remix by Stefano Ercolino.
was an interesting way to end that. Yeah, there you go. No, but Ghostbusters, you're, you've been playing it. I know we have. I we do have was a playing we it. We do have a gripe, okay? I was playing it until about two weeks ago. When did that game come out? Three weeks ago. I played it for about a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I stopped once people used, started using turbo controllers to break out of the freaking tethers that happen with the the proton guns, the blasters. Now, here's the Whatever thing. Whatever the heck they call them. You can play by yourself <clears throat> if you want to. Yeah, but the AI is stupid. I know. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's kind of hard when you play by yourself because you got to make sure you throw out your trap before you taser, you know, you, you grab them with the plasma. Yeah. With the proton pack, I mean. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been doing that just to practice and get a feel for the game and have fun. Now, um, I have a Discord group and a few other friends that I do play with, and we kind of take turns of who wants to be the ghost. I'm enjoying it. At first, when you were telling me about all these people that were cheating, I was kind of like that. I was like, I, are you sure it's that bad? All of a sudden, we got the ghost. All four of us are fully charged on our proton packs, and we zap him. We throw out the trap, and we're like, we got him. And I, I shit you not, from like green to red, a little meter that he can get out, it's like, yeah. it was instant. Yep. It wasn't like a, like him like pushing a button and you could see it happening. It was no, it was instant. And I'm like, dude, why are you cheating? Well, I just don't want to lose. And it's like, it's like we bested you and you had to cheat to win. How embarrassing is that for you? Like how embarrassing? Yeah. It's pretty pathetic that you have to cheat just because your ego is so sad to lose in a game. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, there are times where I'm just like, I, you know, like I want to put the controller down and just, you know, turn off the Xbox if I'm playing a bad game, just because, like, just it's not going for me. But at the same time, it's like, to cheat, I, I have zero disrespect yeah. respect for you at all. I mean, you come out of the gate, like, we come out of this, the, at this discussion, immediately bitching about, like, uh, turbo controllers and people cheating as a ghost. But the game's fun. Outside of that the aspect, game the game is actually is fun. such a blast. Yeah. I love it. I made my character look I just I mean, like what else me. Is, uh, what else is Ilphonic known for? What, what other games did they make? I, are, are they the... Um, you're you're uh, right next to you, too. What the heck? is the name of that game the one with jason not dead by daylight but the other one nightmare oh, Elmer, uh, uh friday, friday the 13th, 13th. yeah okay, and i think they made the predator game too did they make predator hunting grounds yeah i think but ilphonic's known for those types of games and everybody was like this game is probably gonna fail because most of ilphonic games they they blow up and are really popular for like a couple months and then they friday just die the 13th actually like picked up again and stuff like that i because yeah. of halloween well, yeah, like I think it came out on the perfect time on the week of Halloween. I mean, the week of like October was like perfect, you know, situation. I got mine later because I bought the physical copy while you bought the digital. collectors. Yeah. Yeah. But you can upgrade your proton pack. You can do all that wonderful jazz. There's fungus research, too. So throughout the entire map. You can yeah. Find- I don't know. What, what is what's the fungus stuff about? You can pick up like mushrooms and stuff. I've been what finding all the mushrooms. That's all I've been doing. It's like I, I know it's for XP. I know it gives you oh, XP. Okay. I know it gives you XP, but I really haven't. Like, gone deep and just explored the entire area because I just was like, I'm gonna get playing, I wanna have fun. Now, the one thing I do like is we do have two of the original Ghostbuster characters in the game. Yeah. Dan Akra's character, and then, uh, what's his name? Um, he, he's also a scientist now, too, thanks to the last game. What's his name? He runs it. Winston? Yeah, Winston. I don't. You. I don't know what the actor's name is. Yeah, but like the guy. Yeah, but Winston's in it, and I, he's just like, yeah, I'm running this. I'm trying to make it better. Yeah, didn't doesn't he 
own everything? Yeah, he he owns like the corporation yeah. of Ghostbusters right. Incorporated. Well, Dan Aykroyd's kind of like the teacher mentor where he well, yeah, he runs some weird occult shop right across the street. Yeah, he runs it next door, and, and like he will have all this stuff, and it's pretty cool. And I mean, he's got whatever that I don't know what it's called, like the Nomicron thing that he's got that special book. Oh yeah, he's got all he this has. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that's really cool. I do love how like it's all still dusty still because they're just reopening it again. Well, I mean, you're talking about the the way the place looks. They decorate that stuff for the holidays. Yeah, I love. There's that. pumpkins all over it right now. It's pretty cool. I think the pumpkins are gone now. Oh, I I haven't played in okay, but no, two, I, two I just weeks. genuinely thought it was funny that like you're testing your proton pack outside and all, and he goes, "Hey, you need to come in because the neighbors are going to start complaining soon." Yeah, well, yeah. Don't you? Okay, so again, I haven't played much of it. Do you what 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 is the um what what does doing damage do to your game play like to the results of whatever you're trying to bust? Okay, well here's when the, you destroy like an entire room full of like tables and chairs and I, chandeliers and stuff, what does that uh what does the money count do? I think, as as it ticks I, up, I don't know for sure because I really never pay attention because I do my best not to destroy anything. Oh, I do. I bless everything. The most everything. I've gotten damage on is like six hundred dollars. Dude, I've gotten thousands. Oh, well, <laughs> thousands I mean, we're, and thousands. We're kind of smart. We're kind of smart on that situation. I wonder if it affects your XP. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, it's got to do something. Cause it's made, but the thing is, though, is like four people are, can be go- the Ghostbusters and one person can be a ghost. Now, the ghost's job is to just keep haunting things. There's you a can, haunt meter, yep. Yep, you can scare the people that work there. You can easily you know, start absorbing into a furniture and flying around and doing all those crazy things. Yep. Now, to attack you, the Ghostbusters, you can't kill them, but what you can do is slime, slime them. them. Yep. Now, when you slime them, you can give them so much slime they can go down. A teammate can res you faster out of the slime, or you can hold the button down and clear, and clear, clear the slime it off, off. yourself. Yep. And yep. then even after that, you still have to clear it off because it slows you down. Yep. Now, again, you can also counteract the haunting by talking to the people and doing a timing event. Busting rifts. Not just busting rifts, but talking to the people that are there so yep. they don't flee. Sure. Because once you fill up the meter, you have only have like a certain amount of time to capture the ghost. Yep. Again, I've only had one area where it was the hotel area where we lost because the person was cheating. And we flat out called him out and reported his butt for cheating. And because, again, when all four of us are hitting with a proton plaque and he still gets out of it. It's kind of like I'm calling shenanigans on that. So I actually there was one I think it was twi- uh, Twitch that I was watching where some guy was playing as a ghost and he was accused of cheating, but he he said flat out that he wasn't and he didn't have a turbo controller. He's just mashing the button really fast. Mm-hmm. So I mean I guess there are uh, situations where you're just good at smashing the X button and you still manage to get out and people think you're cheating anyway. Um, it also depends on what your loadout is too because you can actually design or you can actually customize the way that your proton pack works and kind of um, you, you can choose whether you want it to be like a rift busting proton pack where it like will kill rifts faster. Yes, because or, again, you know, rifts, if, if your standard proton pack, rifts do take a long time yeah. to take it out, especially by yourself. Yep. Now, I think there's a more condensed beam as well. There's a bunch of stuff. You can like, there's a lot of like upgrading. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me. Appearance wise, too. You get like jumpsuits and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like I got the elbow pads. I got a beanie. I got my glasses on. I got the cool proton pack. Of course, I'm wearing the gloves. I got to wear the work gloves. It's, It's only safe. Sure. But. I mean, overall, like, I really like this, but again, the only thing that t- terrifies me right now is 
Are they gonna? How many maps are they gonna add soon? The, Ilphonic has said they will be adding more content to this is game. Is it free or not free? Probably free. Okay, because my biggest concern <clears throat> I'm assuming right now it's gonna is, be free. is the cheaters. That's my biggest fear right now because I talked to so many yeah. people who were just like, thanks to this Discord group, I, I'm playing this game. If it wasn't for this Discord group, I would have uninstalled it yeah. because it's not fun anymore because... I mean, there are bots, but bots are only fun for so long. Exactly. It's like it's nice to have a person who's like a human being like challenging you and being very creative like a bot wouldn't be. Right. But at the same time, yeah, it's some of those very, bots, man, they're brain dead. <laughs> but a lot of times, like when I see someone cheating and I just stand here going like, dude, why? It's a Ghostbusters game. Go play Call of Duty if you want to cheat. I'm I'm serious. Hmm. Like I can't stand the mindset. Of what people can just how easy it is to cheat in modern gaming now. Hmm. I hate it. Yeah. It's annoying. I, I mean, overall, though, like, with my opinion about Ghostbusters, I'm having a genuine blast. But again, I'm very weird and cautious when I use my Proton Pack. I barely do any. Like, the most damage I get is with $600. Hmm. That was it. $600 was the most damage I did. Oh, I go and to I got town. maybe about five hours because, again, like, I was playing right by myself and hopping online. And again, playing by yourself is okay, but it gets boring really fast if you're by yourself. And then hopping online when no one's online you're gonna get the occasional cheater yeah and it sucks yep but i mean overall i that came out of left field for me because i didn't hear anything about it until you said something to me about it yeah and i'm generally liking it yeah it's I'm having it's a, a blast i'm having a blast i yeah. really am it's a fun game I, I it definitely is not game of the year material for me no but <laughs> at the same time for like us who are born in the 80s and used to watch the ghostbusters movies and the tv shows this is like nostalgia beyond reason yeah. doubt and i love it and it's nice because it's only 40 dollars. yeah and but unless you got the collector's edition yeah exactly yeah but I mean, how many ghosts was there again? Four right now, right? Or it's like four or five. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. And then there's like a bunch of different variations. Yes. Like four or five different. I don't. Is it just skins, or do the skins actually change? See, I've their only stats? played against the same person over and over again that was using that purple one, the purple oh, okay. ghost. That's it. Yep. I have not seen. I, you I, haven't used I've that got, four, the four-armed thing. Yeah, I have not. I've only, I have played the ghost once and i absolutely screwed up and got captured like so easily like an idiot which is kind of crazy too because it sucks when you're playing in like the museum or whatever where there's like multiple levels if you don't have that grappling hook as a ghostbuster it makes it really freaking tough especially if you're playing with brain dead bots because then you get like a ghost that'll just go up to the second floor and you're like crap and i gotta run up these stairs and go catch him by the time you get up there he's gone i, I don't know it's a fun game it's just i don't think it's it's not game of the year, year material but it'll be something that i come back to because it is fun it's a good game yeah now um, i'm i'm not gonna lie i did play something out of left field that just shocked the living shit out of me the modern warfare campaign was fantastic hmm the modern warfare 2 campaign is fantastic and my god does it look so pretty hmm it looks so pretty and i love the story i'm having blast playing it and, I mean, the multiplayer, it's Call of Duty. I mean, it's nothing special about it. I mean, I know that a lot of people are griping about the Call of Duty and how the play style is now. Because it's like, remember how you were, like, I would, like, sometimes do a cool power slides with a light machine gun and slide into things and just mow people down? That's gone. Hmm. The movement is more, like, in between Battlefield and then what Modern Warfare 2 was. Hmm. It's right around that move for movement wise, where it's like it's not absurd anymore. You can't like plug it, you know, put that little healing 
um, thing that gives you a speed boost and slide around like a bunch of idiots. It doesn't work like that anymore. When you run around, you make noise. You hear your footsteps stomp. And I love that because so many people are like, how did you know? I'm like, dude, I can hear you a mile away when you're running. Oh, so those do, do those footsteps make it so that enemies show up on a radar or anything like no, that? No, or? no, no. Just you gotta hear it. Oh, okay. Like uh, we were playing cat. I was playing. Well, not capture the flag. Hardpoint, and I could just hear this guy just constantly just running down these areas, and I'm just like, it literally sounds like a football team charging at me, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna come let you guys come to me and just play smart. Hmm. Um, I. I, I wish there was a little bit more of a selection of light machine guns, but they it's they're gonna come out soon, so I know that. I have not touched uh, what is that uh, Warzone, and I will, but I only will touch it when I play with friends. I'm not gonna play it solo. Hmm. I just can't do it. Also, like my KD is a 1.75 right now, so if I do play by myself, I get into really like like. Like for me, skill base wise, which is a good thing, in my opinion, it's a good thing. There should be no damn reason why if I'm at 1.75 in a lobby where people are below a 1. KD, in my opinion, mm. there's no excuse. Half these streamers that are complaining about this game, they really need to shut up. This is your skill level. You should play with other skill levels. Sure. It would literally be like, you know, a, a college sports baseball team playing with a bunch of like little league kids <laughs> that's messed that up but it. yeah that's a good analogy no, it's though. a good analogy what's gonna happen the little kid little league kids are gonna cry yeah either that or they're just gonna start climbing because everyone's hitting a home run in their little kid you know like in the in the field they're gonna riot and start climbing and all the, the yeah. adults all and the, I, all the I college mean, kids but like, that's like my opinion about that like i i just i can't see I can't see why people are complaining like, hey, if your KD's a 3.0, you should be playing with people who are 3.0. It's very disgusting that you think that you some of these people have earned their KD on the 3.0 just because they've gotten into some weak sauce lobbies. And I kind of think it's just like, hey, you want to do this? If you want to play and stream this game and you want to get good, you're going to play against other people who are good. And I think it's smart. And I think it's right, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I just imagine you being like a, a lobby and you're like a zero point. Let's just say the last time I remember your KD was a 0.95. Okay. When, cause you don't really play Call of Duty on a console. I don't play Call of Duty at all. Yeah. But you played a Call of Duty back in Modern Warfare. The original the one. The original one 10 years ago. Yeah, but that's what I'm just saying now. Now, just imagine you getting into this lobby and there's people that have like a 3.0. Sure. I get it. And how much fun would you have trying to play the game? I wouldn't. Exactly. What, what are you going to do? But Uninstall. I would just stop, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the spec op mode, it's called. It's just like spec ops. It's a whole bunch of cool missions. Story campaign is great. The graphics look amazing. Um, my only complaint that I had was the Amsterdam level. The civilians kept running in my way, and I kept shooting them by accident, and that was really pissing me off, and I had to replay the mission over and over and over again. Huh. But uh, I think this is like, it's... Not the best Call of Duty. Wait, in my this opinion. is Modern Warfare 2, right? Correct. This is the entire Modern reboot. Warfare 2 original. Was that no Russian? Yes. Did they have anything like that in this one? Um, as of right now, nothing that controversy. At oh, okay. All. Nothing that controversy. I'm almost done with the campaign, but I didn't really see anything. You don't happened. walk through an airport and just start mowing down civilians? No, I don't think that will ever happen again. Ah, okay. I still remember that. Uh, it's like, essentially, it's like, 
like multiple times like there, there's a level that be hard absolutely violent and graphic are you okay it's like you put it in the game for a reason and if you're that terrified you should never have had this mission i mean that was it. the same when that when that mission was mm-hmm. the the talk of like all over wherever, wherever like news or whatever mm-hmm. that was in the same era where people were complaining that you could see What's the blue chick's name from Mass Effect? You could see her butt or whatever. Like they were, they were complaining about a sex scene in Mass Effect. That was the same oh, exact era. I remember era. Fox News is like, if you court this person, you can get graphic nudes. You know, is that her can, name, Miranda? What was her name? Miranda was the cool chick from the the human being who was genetically per, um, grown to be perfect. What's What's the name of the blue lady from? I don't. Do you remember? remember? I don't know. I know who she is. I know exactly. It's not who Tally. You're about. No, Tally's my space because that's the lady with the 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 mask on and her face. And my friend Faye says when she plays Mass Effect, she's gonna kill her in the second game. And I looked at her, I was like, Ah, there's gonna be a solid week. I'm not talking to you. And she just goes, But I'm a real human being, and she's fake. But yeah, Tally is forever. Okay. <laughs> but. No, I still remember like hearing that like this. There's graphic pornography, and then like my entire family looks at me, and I go, "Yeah." I was like, <laughs> "If you really think there's graphic pornography, why would you, I would be playing that game every 15 seconds as a, you know me in my early 20s?" Uh. And you just like get over it. It's like it wasn't bad at all. It literally is them going, "Oh," and then the screen goes black. R- right. That's it. Yeah. It's like get over it, guys. Yeah. Right. But like, I don't ever think we'll ever get that kind of controversy scene of no Russian ever again. I honestly don't think we'll get that mission. Ah, I, well, a style of like that, that much of like, oh my god, kind of like war crimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, congratulations. Here's the Medal of Honor for all the tickling torture that you can do. Sure. You know. Ah. But I mean, it, it, it still shocks and surprises me. Like, like the biggest problem that I noticed when I was before I even realized. I was so burnt out of Call of Duty that, like, my entire, like, Destiny clan goes, Hey, Call of Duty's on. And I just did this. It is? And half the group was like, no way. You're wrong. And I had it paid off. And I, I did not even realize it for, like, a solid couple So... Because you- I got burned out because, like, Call of Duty every year was a bad thing. Was Call of Duty out during the last podcast? Modern Warfare 2? When we did the last episode? Yes. Two weeks ago? Yes. So, how much space do you have on your console now? Because I know you have issues. I have to buy. Isn't isn't this game like two hundred fifty gigabytes? I'm gonna have to buy one of those Seagate memory things. Oh, so your your external drive didn't work? You couldn't get the external drive will only work with regular games, so like the like the the old Xbox games. But any game that has been modified for Xbox S X, you know, Series S or or X, S, yeah. I have to use this drive because it says that hard drive is not like fast enough to process oh, everything. Oh, okay. Because remember all those arrow, those weird yeah, arrows. Yeah, yeah. That just shows you that my hard drive can't process. So is everything. your is your Xbox currently effed for space right now? <laughs> I'm literally like, like I think I have 10 gigs left of space. Oh man! After the last update of Call of Duty, I have 10 gig space, That's and I'm just sitting here going like, ah, really? I'm gonna have to just go. I'm looking for a two terabyte one. If I can find a two terabyte on the little Seagate memory things, I'm buying it. That's you mean like a USB flash drive for two terabyte? Yeah, gonna yeah that's going to cost you a lot. Like three hundred dollars. A lot. I know. I know. I Which know. is actually funny. Uh, shout out to Rich for putting up the video, but he put up a video beginning of this past week. I think it was where um, it was. Walmart, if I remember right, where they were advertising on their website an eight terabyte USB flash drive 
for $25. That's a lot. Walmart for an eight terabyte flash drive for 25 bucks. It's like, what the heck? So Rich went and like uh, took it, took it. Uh, he bought it, put it in his computer, couldn't get the thing to work, ripped it apart and found out that they were actually lying and that it wasn't an actual flash drive. It was a freaking um, uh what SDHC like the the no, um, my question is phone, is, phone is memory? that not illegal? Is there probably. not laws behind it's, that ruling about like modifying pro- and probably. lying about products? I swear to God, pro- there's, there's gotta be. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I thought that was kind of funny. No, I I didn't realize. Like the one thing I will say right now, I love Game Pass. But there's also another problem with Game Pass. There's so many games that came out that. Uh huh. Like I, I maybe got four hours into Scorn and I didn't even realize that I'm like, oh my god, Plague Tales came out. Oh, I saw some of that. And I was just like, the, well, the sequel to Plague Tales came out. I'm like, Requiem, balls. Yes. I was like, I, I want to play it because the first one's like really good. What, what is that game exactly? Because I saw somebody play some of that last week. What it week. is, it's like a third person kind of like, um, like almost treat like Laura Croft puzzling. So that's what that's what it kind of looked like because like you have a little slingshot and so ever so often you'll fight baddies and then what happens is like like the plague there's rats everywhere and the rats will only scare you away if there's fire Hmm. yeah but in the sequel it seems like that girl's whoever hurt the person like the kid that is with her brother he can control rats is that what the deal is yes okay it looks like he can control all right Yeah, I saw. But I saw yeah, some piece of that. There's, there's like a part where I was fighting this one night, and what I would do is constantly hit like, and knock like the flame out, and the rats would just keep crawling into his armor and attacking him. It was curly gnarly. And you would actually hear, huh. hear his like his screams as they were crawling in and biting him. Huh. It was really cool. I liked it. There were some really neat boss boss fights, but like, that was a game that you could easily beat in like a couple hours. But really, same, yeah. Well, I didn't know it was it that. Was, it was small. fun though. It, honest, got truth. Like Plague Tale was a really good game. Yeah, they've got other games that are out uh, on Game Pass. I can't remember. Persona Five app? Royal Edition. Well, Persona Five Royal, Royal Edition yes. came out, which I downloaded that. I'm so excited to play that one. I love the original Persona Five, but Royal just fixes a lot of things that I, I that I struggled with in the original PS when I had it on the PS4. You, you mean like running wise? No, like um like like uh how long it takes to make a lock pit and certain things that you could do only at a specific time and it kinda would screw you over if you didn't do it just right. So it's kinda like more forgiving with for you now. Uh, okay. If no, that makes the, any sense. The the two like newest games that I played through Game Pass, one's called Ghost Song, which is kinda like a Metroidvania type of game. Yeah. Side scrolling I don't really understand what's going on, but like it's just it's a side-scrolling game that plays like Metroid. Now, here's lots of platforming. Here's a real question for you: Next week, I mean, actually Tuesday, God of War comes out. Yeah. So now, you think Elder Ring can hold on to its Juggernaut title of Game of the, the Year? Those are the two contenders right now I, that are basically duking did, it out. And I just did this. I was like, honest to God, truth. I was like, oh, dude. Like, because they're all get, like the the scores came out already, and they're all getting tens. Yeah. Like God of War is getting ten. Like the lowest I seen was like the same thing for what what happened with that game. And I'm just sitting here going, like, oh, this is going to be really interesting. What I think God of War will come out on top because it's more user friendly and let and forgiving and then other like. Than Elden Ring. Mm. Elden Ring was so intimidating that I played that game for probably less than an hour. 
and have not gone back because I don't like the controls. I think it's a game I'm that I want to get into. Pretty at twelve hours, but there was a part where like I wanted to beat this boss and I just kept trying to attack him. I always had him so close to it, like his health was almost down, and then he would just pull off some insane moves and I would die. And I was just like, I'm kind of done right now. And I installed it. I really want to play it. Oh, again. I still have it installed. I want to play it again, but it's just like kind of like one of those things where we're just like, ugh. So that's the that's the two that I'm kind of curious about for people that are legitimately skilled in Dark Souls types of games. Which is the more preferred, Sifu or Elden Ring? From Very what, different gameplay from styles. What I'm hearing right now, like Elden Ring had sold so many copies, more than they actually thought they were going to sell. Sure. And like I, I know for a fact that Elden Ring sold more than Sifu. Probably like, easily. No, I think for like every copy of Sifu was sold, I guarantee you at least five were sold for. That, but it wouldn't surprise me. But I mean, both of those games are excellent. No, it's just and I think it, it's, they're hard. They're hard, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like I, Elder Ring, I looked at. I was like, I can play with my friends, so that's cool. Let's do this. They're going to be doing some updates too to make it where you can have more friends with you, and then I think you can actually ride your animal. There was rumors about that. So huh. I don't even have Torrent. That's how little I played Elden Ring. Okay, but I mean, like, I I like it. <laughs> I, I want to I get into it. So much with my friends, like like playing around. I just running the, the that little elk thing. I was exploring everything and just having a blast. Sure. It. I mean, like spoilers for the end of the show that I was going to bring up. But next year, after March, I'm not buying anything until the end of the year. My backlog is so massive just from games this year that I cannot I know, justify it's, it's buying been, anything. It's been a juggernaut of just game that And it's game ridiculous because I, I, we're not ending the podcast. I got more shit to talk about. But at the end, like coming up, we've got God of War. Spoiler for what I was going to say at the very end, but a game that Andrew might have forgotten about. Bef- one day before God of War Ragnarok releases, Sonic Frontiers comes out. I'm pre-ordering and or- buying that. Andrew, are you going to buy that game? That game looks good. Sonic Frontiers. I I have that pre-ordered for PS5. I'm playing that. It comes out on Tuesday. Are you going to play it, Andrew? Andrew, Andrew, are you going to play it? It's Sonic. What does Pokemon come out? Uh, sometime this year. This, uh, this month. This month, right? I think it's always late. I think isn't it after always, always like Thanksgiving? What are they called? There's two of them. What what are they, What's the name of oh them? Oh my god, I can't. Scarlet Violet. Scarlet Thank and you. Violet. That's what it is. Yeah, it's set in Spain. I'm sorry, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and then at the very end of this month is uh, the the gun the what what is that game called? Oh, the Evil West. Evil West. I was gonna say Gunslinger. I'm so excited <laughs> for Evil West. I really am. Just like watching that game, I'm just like I love like steampunk western style. And this has vampires. When does Redfall come out? Isn't that soon too? No, there's no date. God, it's I so, love some, that sometime game. sometime next next year. I was so excited. But it's like next next uh, next month we have what October or um, December fourth I think or second is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Buying that one. You are gonna get it then. Then yeah, I got that pre ordered. Then we have Final on the same exact day Final Fantasy Reunion and uh, Hi, Hi, High on Life. Oh, Both God, released dude. the same exact day. Three AAA games this month and next month releasing, and I'm buying all of them. I kind of want to get out of Like, this is, yeah, I'm, I've got that pre order. I bought it for the PS4. I bought really it for the PS4. I spoiled myself on the, uh, the new God of War, or the original God of War. 
the I have, the, I have the new old God of War. I've got maybe. Old, I was about to say the new old, old or the old. Yeah, old God. I've got like maybe five hours into that game. I'm nowhere near anywhere even beginning it. Basically. I think it's about like thirty hours. <laughs> I basically watched like a three-hour comprehensive critique on that game, and it looks good enough to where I'm sad I kind of spoiled myself on a lot of the big story beats to that game because the story. I, the story's my, good. My, my thing is, is that now that I know what's happening in the story here, because I actually played the original trilogy of God of War, and I know what's going to be happening. I don't know what's going to be happening with the newest God of War, God of War 2-2. So effectively now, I kind of want to play God of War 2-2 and let those spoilers be... The only thing I know... The only thing I know is Boy is older. (laughs) That's the only thing I know. Doesn't surprise me. What is the time jump in that game? Do you know? It is... It's about maybe... I mean, is it... it, It's a couple years, it looks like. So is it legitimately like three or four years? Yes. I'm going to guess. Like the same as what the releases were? Yes. Well, you know, like like, like 2018 to 2022, four years. So yeah, is it a four-year jump? It's pretty much one oh, Ragnarok. Itself? Yes. I, I a, hope not, considering the fact that the game kind of left on a whole point. No, of the thing is, is that like when Ragnarok started, like the snow was falling and all this other stuff like that. that and that but he's older. Yeah. Who cares? Thor was literally fucking pissed off at the very end of God of War Two, like God of War One. It shows a dream. When they were dreaming. Yeah, he's still fucking pissed. His son is dead, mind you. You do so, know that he got a more spoilers. In his <laughs> no 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 his sons his sons yeah, not his son his sons. Fun fact: in the lore of the game, and then um he doesn't give two shits of his sons. I mean he doesn't. I mean fair, but it was one of those things that whenever Kratos kills, well actually. I can't remember if Kratos, Kratos kills the first one. Or Atreus kills the first one. I can't remember. It's been a while. No, Kratos, Kratos kills... kills no, Atreus kills the first one, if I remember correctly. And no, no, I, I swear to Christ in heaven. I can't remember. It's been... I thought, I swear to God, it was... No. It wasn't Atreus who killed the first one. No, you're right. Atreus kills the second one. Yeah, Atreus, Atreus kills pissed. the second And then he gets Kratos so gets real... pissed off yeah, about Kratos that one. Really there are consequences of killing gods. How do you know? And he's yeah. just like, uh... Motherfucker. Kid. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't Listen think to of, your father. That's one of the reasons I don't think God of War 1 is particularly worth a 10 out of 10. There is some particularly shitty moments of storytelling in God of War 1 that I think that need to be addressed when it comes to God of War 2 too. So is it just Sony fanboys that are saying, like, in 2018, God of War 1 is the best game to come out that year? No, it definitely was the best game to come out that year, and it is absolutely worth most of the praise that the game got. Mm. Absolutely. The amount of quality content in that game in terms of when the writing is good. When the writing is good in that game, it's not just good, it's actually fucking fantastic. Mm. Like, so, I don't know if you care too much about talking about the first God of War. I'm, I'm playing it, I don't really care about spoilers, though. So, you might have noticed that Kratos doesn't have the the Blades of Chaos. He does, I was actually he just, does have the Blades of Chaos. I was, well, I was just gonna, I, I don't, I mean, I don't really care if it gets spoiled, but I kind of don't want to spoil it for the listeners because God of War Ragnarok's new. I don't know who's all played God. Right. Spoilers in case you listeners don't want to know. The spoiler cast of God of War itself. Okay, so I won't even ask then because I, I was going to ask if he has the chains of Olympus. Like the 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 whatever the the chains. The the, is that what they're called? The yeah. Does he have those in the first game? Yeah. Or is that too much of a spoiler it's to later tell in people? The game. Is it too much of a spoiler? 
Okay, so... I understand. This, the statute of limitations is done. It's been out for four years. If you're going to play God of War, you're probably already going to play it. So if you're going to play it at this point, you're going to play it, right? Yeah. The thing is, is that I want people to... But I've seen those Blades of Chaos in the second game a lot. That's why I'm asking. So here's the thing in the first game, right? The whole point that's going on, and it's uh, it's hard to explain and really go into the genius of the writing with the title of God of War 1. Um, really quickly, but you probably remember the opening whenever Kratos is having basically the Dragon, Dragon Ball like style Z fight with um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, B starts with a B. Boulder. Boulder, yeah. Yeah, it's Boulder. Uh, so when he's having the fight with Boulder and they're having basically their back and forth, yeah. like that's a really fucking awesome fight. Yeah, they're just fucking wailing on each other. <laughs> so the thing about this, right, is that the context that's amazing about the Blades of Chaos that ends up happening, right, is that. Atreus gets sick in the first game after he kills uh, the first son of Zeus. Okay, I'm not that far. Um, Again, I don't care about spoilers. Right, if you don't care about spoilers. The thing is, though, is that Kratos effectively needs an extra power level to go into uh, Helheim, I believe it's called. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, and so effectively what ends up happening is at this point is that uh, he fa effectively gets told that, hey, your power, what you are right now, isn't enough. So Kratos, understanding what it takes to save his son goes back into his home and he has the Blades of Chaos there. Oh. So one of the things that's really interesting about this is that this adds several layers of writing nuance to the story that people aren't going to realize the first time they play it. Or maybe they do. And it's one of the reasons why it's so genius. Because Kratos didn't use those to fight Balder. Right. But he always had that extra level of power right there. Yep. And he knew it. That's genius fucking writing, and it's so underappreciated. And I mm. love how the first interaction, because there's more to what Boulder is talking about. You, What you think is Boulder is referencing is not what he's actually, actually talking yeah. about. And, and I thought they did such a fantastic job with that. Yeah. The reason, one of the reasons why God of War, uh, the new God of, old new God of War, actually does like deserves so much of its praise is actually when its writing is at its fucking best. It is leaps and bounds above any other AAA game that I've seen in the last like five years. Actually, fantastic shit. Like it's really goddamn good. And again, it's one of those things too that you have to think about older fans of the series coming back and playing that game, sure. being like, "Well, where's his blades? Okay, where's the blades? I feel so out of place." And the game doesn't just give them to you a few hours in. It lets you seep on that fact that you don't have them. Sure. And then it brings for hours. Hours. Yeah. And then the game gives you them back. And for fans who have played God of War, when they get those, they're going to feel immediately right at home. Ah. But it, it's still... In my opinion, honest God, what, what, from when I was playing it, I kind of feel like... It broke the game with the Chaos Blades. No. And it, no, 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 for a sense of, like, I was wrecking people after I got the Chaos so Blades. So, the thing is, is that that's one of the reasons why is because it's supposed to give you this level of power. But the thing is that there's specific enemies that you might want to fight with the axe or the Blades of Chaos. So, it doesn't particularly break the game. The challenge is still designed around the game, around the Blades, which is why they're really well done. But it's still the idea that a AAA developer, knowing the fan base that they were going to, you know, attract with this game said, no, we're not going to let the fans have this immediately. We're going to make them wait for it. And that's really fucking brave to do. That would be like announcing a new Halo game, and Master Chief has been nowhere to be seen. Is Master Chief even here? What's going on? And oh, Halo 5. Then, then five hours into the game, Master Chief appears, but, you know, it's a big story moment. Well, I had never played Halo 5. Oh, no, Halo 5 sucked. I hate Locke. I mean, like, there was I'm no thinking, reason I'm for, thinking, like, Locke's crew to be even part of the game. Right, like, I, sucks, I hated it. And so I don't know about it. I'm thinking, like, comparing it to De Devil May Cry, like, way making 
Slayer's wait to get like the pistols. So it was kind of <laughs> so like Devil May Cry Four kind of had a moment like that too, but halfway it? through the game it lets you play as Dante, and it's one of those things that like. For myself as a fan, like, I had that same moment happen at Double May Cry 4 where I was like, I'm getting really pissed off with playing as Nero. I fucking hate this character. Yeah. And then the game gives me Dante, and I not only immediately fell at home with that, it's easily one of my favorite parts of Double May Cry 4. Mm. But it's, it's still that same level of, it's brave to keep something like that from your fans. And that's something that really goes underappreciated. And that's one of the reasons why God of War gets so much praise in its writing. Because, again, what it pulled there with the Blades of Chaos and bringing back Kratos' past and referencing it and bringing it to light to fans old and new is amazing. Like, hmm. again, you have to realize that, again, this is a AAA game developer we're talking about now. And they actually had the balls to pull this off. Yeah. And it might not sound like a lot now, but that's everything to your fans and the and fact there that was they, so much to do in the game too right but the fact so that they much. had such strong writing right there in the middle of the game is worthy of praise and admiration from fans and from onlookers alike that want to make an epic like god of war so for myself when i want to play ragnarok i really want to be there for those moments and revelations that they are going to reference it because the story isn't complete yet. The issue is that we still haven't really gotten answered the one big question of how did Kratos get here? We don't know. And that's something that we uh, Wait, we do, you, do you, are you saying that it isn't addressed in the second game or are we, we going to get that, those going, answers? We don't know yet. The thing oh, okay. is that how Kratos really got here to the Norse lands is not explained. We do not know that yet. But it might be in Ragnarok? It has to be. Okay. That's the thing that people don't understand is that when I say it has to be, I'm not saying it has to be because, well, what else are they going to answer? It literally fucking has to be or the entire first game is a cheap mess of storytelling be and does not work if because we it. thanks to the one god Tyr, we know for a bona fide fact that Tyr has visited the other realms he has the like the the wine of from sparta he has a bunch of artifacts from egypt and if i'm correct he's got artifacts from like um mesoamerica and then even yes. like yeah yes. and in other and places of other mythologies too but and like thing, japan too yes but the thing is is that again for the writing for this new game to work it has to explain how kratos got here the game is nothing more than, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, it's one of those things that, like, it's an answer from the God of War 3 to this game that has to be answered, and if it's not, the game falls apart. So, falls apart. You're, you're talking about unanswered questions, and I, I could have swore I saw this somewhere, and I just pulled it up on Google. I typed in, will there be a sequel to Ragnarok? And they said, no, no. this is a two-part series. Yeah. It's, it's done after this. Yeah, and so this is one of the reasons why this game has to answer a few questions. That being one of the biggest ones. How did he get into the, this How realm? How did he get to this realm? Yeah. Because at the end of God of War 3, he stabs himself with the Blade of Creation, releases hope back into the world, and then is lying there dead. So he somehow other heals himself, which has not been explained. Now, there's been a lot of fan speculation that when he so, himself and releases hope, it heals him. Yeah. And, and that's actually a really good theory, and I actually like that theory a lot. And it actually has sound grounds to it, and it's not a bad explanation. If they use that explanation, well, I applaud sure. you. It's actually not a bad explanation. But literally how he got here has to be explained. And if it is not, the whole story falls apart. So do you know, like, all the God of War games? Have you played them all? I have not played the PSP games. So where, what, what, where's, where does Ascension fall into the timeline? Is that after God of War three or is that before? Because didn't Ascension it's come out be before? before? Which one is Ascension? Uh, I mean, I can, I can go get it. 
Yeah, go get it, because I played 1, 2, and 3. But I, I don't have. Know. But, like, there's just so many things that need to be answered, because Atreus is older in the game. We know that for a bona fide fact, that he's older. Right. And, and, you we know, know and, that. And that's one of the things, too, is that, like, you know, one of the reasons why I, I kind of am going to get upset if we don't get explanations of why what happened with Thor is because the thing is, is that whenever... Well, oh, Thor's in it. Well, no, the thing is, is that when Kratos is actually riding the elevator with Atreus, the yes, whole sir. world around him... Oh, I did not play the PS3 game. Oh. I did not play that. I never, PS, I never owned a PS3. Ah. PS3s were way too hard to get a hold of the handle games. Oops. Sorry. I don't know where that one falls in the timeline. I'm going to guess before God of War 3, though. See, I only played the demo. There was a demo for that game, and I was wondering what where that where that came in the timeline. Because I thought Ascension was after God of War 3 in terms of release. In terms of release, yes. Canonically, I don't believe so. No. Oh, okay. I don't believe God of War so. 3 still takes But my, my opinion ah. is, it's like... The entire like of like different play style of God of War from the original God of War to this God of War is like so unique and I love it. But Kratos has weight. Him swinging his axe, he, like he's like you can just. It, I loved it. I love the game. Right. The shield bashing, everything. The thing is, is that what is really worrying about this point to me as a fan is I haven't spoiled myself in Ragnarok, and here's a few things too. The combat system has to has to evolve past the point it is now. This combat system is not bad. That's in the first God of War, but it's already reached its peak. It cannot really do much than what it is doing right now. So they're gonna have to add things to it to actually make it more interactive. Otherwise, New weapons. It could be new weapons, it could be new gameplay styles. I mean, obviously one of the things that people want is just the ability to fucking jump. Oh. Swing, because not having that takes away a lot of actual interaction between you and the monsters and the other people that you're fighting in the game. And so not having a jump button sucks because it is not just flavorful, it is actually, you know, like, oh, there's a shockwave on the ground, you can jump over it, like, that's a reaction, that's, that's something you can do, but you don't have that in God of War because they have no jump button. Right. Again, it's one of those things that this... Combat system of the first game has basically been stretched to what I would say is its limits in terms of what you can really explore with this, and they hmm. really need to push it forward past that point. I'm hoping that God of War Extension does that. Um, again, I haven't spoiled myself on it at all. Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok, sorry. Now you have me saying I'm tired. But again, no, dude, I don't blame you. I mean, I would, I still want to do a spoiler cast of God of War Ragnar- you know, for like before Ragnarok comes out, but I think it's gonna be that's after. A, that's impossible. Yeah, exactly. And on top of the fact that again, like if you're gonna play the original God of War, you're, you know, if you haven't spoiled yourself on it or if I've already spoiled shit for you, <laughs> I won't remember any of it. And, and again, the other most important thing too is that, you know, well, again, even if I have spoiled moments for you, it really doesn't. If you have any context of the old games whatsoever, yeah. into this, I, pl- I played them beat one and two. I never played three. But if you have any context really going into this game of the older games, the moment that I'm talking about is probably one of the biggest, like, oh shit moments in video mm-hmm. game history. It's really that powerful. And they really did just make a callback to one, two, and three. Mm. Again, I cannot understate how well fucking done that moment is and how well that section of the game is. It is actually astonishing that they pulled that off. It hmm. really is that good, and it is worth the praise. It's the parts after that that get fucking awful, but that's, again, going into story aspects. Of ah. it will, it will, it will, I really want to see what Ragnarok is going to bring. I do want to play Ragnarok. I do want to see what Ragnarok brings to the table. I do want to see how the story pans out. I do want to be there with everybody else on the roller coaster of... Are they going to answer that question? Yeah. Well, I hate to say it. I'm probably going to, like, forego every other game and just, like, 
I'm trying to pat, get the, the season pass done for Overwatch 2 and I'm done. And then I'm just going to probably just grind on play God of War 4. Like, I really do. I like, I just want to play God of War. I yeah, really do. I want to play Ragnarok, so I might try to get that. Though I have a lot of games to catch up on. And you, I thought you didn't own PlayStation stuff. PC. Oh, yeah, der. It's on PC. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's the whole reason I didn't play the original God of War. I spoke yeah. myself on it. And then, wow, it's on PC now, years later, assholes. Nah. Uh, but the whole the whole point going forward with that is that, like, I want to play Ragnarok. I don't mind the new Sonic game. I'd like to play it. But I also need to go back and buy Klonoa. I never bought the 1 and 2 collection that came out on oh, Steam. Oh, you did No, and I really need to support the developers on that so they'll make another game in the series because we want those because I'm a big fan of those series. I still want to play and buy Cult of the Lamb. Uh, instead, I got really uh, held up with things, and I played Mighty Number no. 9. Of all things, why did you do that again? I never played Mighty Number no. Nine. I did. I bought it. Didn't I played you, it, and did, I was. Did you like, back that? No. You weren't one of the backers. No, I did. Oh, I was. The oh, backer. you were. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was the backer because I, I really loved Mega Man, and he was showing off some stuff originally. I was like, man, dude, I'm down. It had the same style, like where you could pick whatever one you wanted to fight, and it had special. It, once you beat the boss, you had that ability. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then all of a sudden, the game comes out. I'm just like, wow. Why, why, why do you want to back this piece of shit, Mega Man? Mega Man? So here's the funny thing. After playing Mega Man 11 and after beating most of Mighty Number no. 9, I've beaten, the, I've beaten the eight bosses. Mighty Number no. 9 is the better game. Really? Fighting. Really? Actually, I think Mighty Number no. 9 is the better game. I think Mega Man... So going back into... like To go into this real fast, Mighty Number no. 9 was, at this point, an indie developer title. And even though it got over $3 million and it wasn't worth... Not even a quarter of the amount of money they put into it, effort-wise, any indie developer could have done a lot better than I think what they did. I actually think that Mighty Number no. Nine pulls ahead of Eleven for me because Mega Man Eleven was so boring and so mediocre, mediocre middle of the ground that it was so fucking underwhelming to me that I just was done with the game. I beat hmm. Mega Man Eleven in three hours. I finally wow. went back and beat it, and I couldn't tell you like a single music track. All the power, all the like power-ups in the game were just like whatever. The double gear system absolutely fucking kneecaps any like challenge that game has. And if the gameplay is just slow, as opposed to Mighty Number no. Nine, where it does give you infinite air dashes, <laughs> which can absolutely destroy the challenge of the platforming. But I do think that a lot of the challenge in the game is because of how fast paced it is, and it's actually fun to play. And the game is actually not bad in that regards. And it's like. Damn, I'm actually having more fun with Mighty Number no. Nine than I am with Mega Man Eleven, which mm. I think speaks volumes to how bad Mega Man Eleven really was. No. I know Mega Man Ten was pretty fun. The last one I played was Nine. Yeah, I Nine and Ten were both the 2D pixel ones. Yeah. And at this point, I think if they're going to do anything, they need to just go back to like how Mega Man Seven looked. Mm. Mega Man Seven is one of my favorite the series. I never played that. Transmissions. No transmissions. Transmission has its own issue, but I, I I particularly kind of put that in its own category, separate from every other Mega Man game, because uh-huh. it's like it's a mixture of the old-fashioned Battle Network series, or it's a mixture of Battle Network and classic Mega Man, mm. and it's kind of like a weird hybrid between the two. So I don't know if I particularly would put that in any one. I'm game. not a fan of the music for that game. I love Transmission music. music oh, that or maybe I'm thinking the X series. One of the Mega Man sets, one of the one of those games had the music just didn't fit. Maybe I, I might be thinking Mega Man X. I don't. Ma- know. Maybe specifically X three. I know. I don't know. Some people don't like X three because it has a very grungy soundtrack. Ah. Uh, I like grungy music though. X two had a weird soundtrack. A lot of people either loved or hated it. 
No, I like all the X series. I love Transmission music. Transmission has a fantastic soundtrack. As opposed to, funny enough, Mega Man, like, Mighty Number no. 9 doesn't have that great of a soundtrack. I couldn't tell you any of the tracks inside of it. But I also can't tell you a single track in my, like, Mega Man 11 as well. And the funny uh. thing is, too, is that between the two games, I can recall at least the title screen for Mighty Number no. 9, but I could not tell you a single track for Mega Man 11. Mm. It was so boring. The music in that game was so bland. Huh. And that's coming from a Capcom title. That's fucking sad. Yeah. That's fucking sad. So, no, Mega Man 11 is actually kind of on my shit list right now. Uh, really wasn't worth the time or money that, you know, I played it, which was three hours. Mm. I want those three hours of my life back. <laughs> really wasn't worth it. I really just want them to end the classic series at this point if they're going to continue forward. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't think KJ Infinity needs another chance. I think, honestly, Mighty Number no. 9 was a flash in the pan of shit that it was and I understand why I got all the flack that it did especially for how much money it raised and how little of the promises that it delivered on but I definitely think if I had to say if I wanted the continuation of the two games I would actually prefer Mighty Number no. 9 to get the sequel and not Mega Man 11 ah. and that's saying a lot I think that is saying a lot I think that honestly Mega Man 11 needs to the Mega Man series from what Capcom owns it needs a new breath of life yeah. people who are working on these games now do not know what the hell to do with it and I think that honestly any developers or people that have just been fans of the series for the longest time might know what to do better with the series. I think KJ and Ifune had a lot of great ideas for Mighty Number no. 9, but they were just very poorly executed and they wasted all the budget. I don't know where the fuck, but they did waste it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that was an interesting weekend of me. Um, and I thought it was really funny that people watching me uh, stream the game with one of my other friends were watching us play the game side by side. And they were kind of laughing because they're like, it's really interesting that they can side by side. Did you guys do a race? We, we were kind of like, I wouldn't say race per se, but we were both just playing the game side by ah. side. And the thing was, is that they were laughing because basically I beat eight of the bosses in the time it took him to beat one. So it would be what what would happen if you and I raced? Yeah, but the point, but <laughs> only I probably wouldn't have beaten the boss. It was a bl- it was a blind race between both of us because I didn't know anything about the game. Yeah, I went into a blind. Sure. And what I actually experienced the game blind, I like it. I actually like it. Like I can't deny that I actually like Mighty Number no. Nine. Hmm. Um, but the thing was is that they were laughing because they were watching me just like kind of zip through stages and kind of like just go everywhere like really quickly and just being like hyper aggressive in the game despite the fact that my friend was like being like very passive and they're like it's really funny that a seasoned veteran like myself knows how to play these games two two totally different play styles two totally different play styles and the thing is is that because I've played so many Mega Man games and like platformers like this I kind of can just like oh, I kind of expect this to be happening right now, or this is probably going to happen right now, and I can kind of just guess at it, but I know this because I have such experience. I was going to say, is the game that predictable? I wouldn't, No, it's not predictable. It's the fact that, if you think about it, I've played Mega Man 1 through 11. I have played Mega Man 1 through 6, X, the series. I still need to play 7 and 8. Ugh. Ugh. God, that just puts a bad taste. Is Mega Man 2 your favorite? No. Really? No. A lot of people I like Mega Man 2 the most. Out of the classic series, it's seven. Ah. Uh, two is one of the best in terms of the raw challenge that it brings. I do agree with that, but my favorite is seven. Nah. I, it's seven Which one has had the the snake one and a few other ones? I thought wasn't that Mega Man four? A lot of people like four. I remember, I think it was the, for the Game Boy. I think it was Mega Man 4 that I had constantly. I used to play it I thought Snake Man was Mega Man 1. No. No? No. no. Oh. Mega Man 1 only has six robot masters. Oh. But huh. the thing is, is that... I, what about Wily Wars? Which one is that? Sega Genesis. I'm never going to play that. Ah, okay. Never going to play that. It was a genius idea, but unfortunately, I'm never going to play it. Um, 
But yeah, no, I definitely think out of the classics, Seven is my favorite, but I'm highly, I'm very biased on that one because I have a lot of nostalgia to Mega Man 7. Mm -hmm. I, I played Mega Man 7 before I got to play the rest of the classic series when I was a kid. But the thing is, is that I did get to play 8 before I played 1 through 6. Oh. And 8 was not as good as 7. Um, and I think it was actually kind of a notch down from a lot of the classic ones as well. Um, but definitely, I do think the classic series holds up pretty well, even today. Yeah. Um, but 7 is still my favorite. Two was fun though, uh, but as in terms of the X series, it's really hard. Three is my absolute favorite from the X series, but it's literally tied with six. And anybody who is knows anything about Mega Man X is probably like, "Yo, hold the fuck up!" First off, what and what? Because X three is one of those games that either people love it or hate it, and I love it. Hmm. I absolutely loved X three. I think three had a lot of fucking cool ideas behind it. I love the soundtrack, even though a lot of people don't like it. X six. I love because it is so hilariously broken as a video game huh. that I just fell in love with it. Oh, Mega Man 3 is my favorite. Yeah. For the Game Boy. That's all I used okay. to play repeatedly. With. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I had fun. Yeah, but yeah, no, I love X6. X6 is so hilariously broken as a video game that it shouldn't exist, but it does, and I love it for that. If I ever, if I ever get some extra money, maybe I'll pick up Velocity 2X on Switch and let you borrow it. Ooh. The game's stupidly expensive because it's part of limited run. So oh. it would cost me, I think right now, the last time I looked it up, it was like close to three hundred dollars. I have a, a digital copy on the on the Vita that I bought when it first came out. But Velocity 2X is a, another one of those side scrolling platformy Mega Man type of games. Yeah, I'd have to play it. And it's interesting, too. Because awesome soundtrack. You, you can see a lot of like developer like changing between like KJ Nifune and like his team kind of had its own style. And I see a lot of that when I play Mega Man or Mighty Number no. 9 compared to like, say, Mega Man 11, when Mega Man 11 has the newer team working at Capcom. Yeah, and I definitely can see uh, a, gla a hairline fracture parallel between the two games, but it is a fracture that is there. As opposed to when I play Mega Man Number no. Nine, and I compare it to like say the older like Mega Man games or the X series, I immediately see a lot of the trends there. Yeah, so, yeah, it's one of those things that you can definitely tell the footprints are different between developers. So this is actually a perfect time for a second break. Do you guys have time to keep going? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I do. All right. When we come back, we're gonna talk about a game that has controversy to it called Gotham Knights. <laughs> dun dun dun. It's God, greedy. He led us here for one reason: to do His work. This is destiny. Whoa. Nope. No destiny. Just a rabbit's foot. Put the gun down, son, or you're gonna be scraping brain off the wall. Oh, this thing? Yeah, that thing. Okay. But you see, there's something about me that you don't know. Yeah, what would that be? It's my lucky day. God, did you see that shot? I'm amazing. I'm Batman. Yeah, you're Batman. Gotham Knights Rap by Cypher Dizzy 8. Featuring 6 Seconds, Let's Bratcher, Mix Williams, and Grayson. Yeah. 
Oh, you must have forgot to the bat drop from the rooftops coming off the hips here to a pop nigga dent your shit for trying to face me get your crew mop never hear a joker singing juice drop robin who last bum who tried and tried fighting he got a red hood when i blew birds ignite and strike like lightning like give me that cat girl it's facts i'm knocking out of the park without a back girl got them is my city i'm staring at you losers like who got them in the city you can lock them in the city it ain't nothing for my youngest to go rock them in the city leave them floating in the sewer killer crack them in the city jason clicking block a block until you do the transparent so chill like the dude who had me losing my parents yeah i got my fam and i got them right started off with a bat now you got them nice i started from the bottom like one of my last names Drake. cross me and my squad are you having a bad day yeah. it's the boy wonder batman and lightning i bring the thunder they said anybody can do my job they like the hunger huh. batman's right hand yep that is the word who you know dope is me that's named after a bird anything you send to me i throw it back in return i got potential 16 just sit back and observe yeah. holy t-mobile batman i got the bars i'm always moving in silence i never raised no alarm are you making a martini shake and not stirred didn't you have like a cran flavored don't you have cran flavored G Fuel or something? Did you get the cran one? No, I didn't even get that cran one. What did you buy? You, you had like fruity pebbles? The one I have is boysenberry. The one is fruity pebbles. Yeah, yeah, fruit. that's what it is. And then I'm getting the battle toads tomorrow. Ah, nice. XQC, your content sucks. Yeah, the XQC stuff is actually really good. I, I watched a video of him talking to someone, and it was about like an intruder breaking into the house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, but that made me giggle. Second Venom. So, I, I don't know. I guess since we're talking about G Fuel, I, I would say my favorite G Fuel is probably Wumpa Fruit, because I really like Wumpa Fruit. Either, either that or Yuki Slash. Or Yui Slash? Y- it's, Slash, um, I don't know what it's, it's called. Faz, the Fazberry one's my, one of my favorite, and I really love bo- the Boysenberry. What video was he And then the the ones that I don't like, I would say um, Scorpion Sting's probably my, mm-hmm. my, my most hated, followed by possibly Battle Juice. Really? I am not a fan of Battle Juice. Yes, we 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 burned through Battle Juice last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we did. Is Battle Juice it. based off Monster Hunter? Yeah, it was my favorite. Mo- I don't I like it. Back. That was one of my favorites. I'm not a fan of Battle Juice. Yeah, it took me forever to finish off the Scorpion Sting, but I did. Yeah, I don't like Scorpion Sting. That's got the a weird aftertaste. Honest got truth, I was so excited for was cotton candy, and it was too sweet. It's sweet. Right, yeah. really sweet. M for me. But yeah. Batman. Batman. Well, it's actually, it's not, it's Batman. it's called Arkham Knights. Because I'm uh, so okay, so. What the? It's a low pony Batman. Joker, don't do it. There's no laws against Pokemon Batman. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, have you not seen this video? No. Around it everywhere. It's so. So that'll be in our break somewhere because right now the the videos that I have for our breaks are all from College Humor. There's one. There's one where Batman's looking for his, or trying to get his name, and he does a bunch of impressions. There's the clip with the super, uh, the um, supernatural thing where he goes, "I'm Batman, you're Batman." <laughs> it's that one I like. And then there's a new one that came out that I've never seen called "Batman Can't Stop Thinking About Sex," and he's oh. fighting. Spoiler for Batman Arkham or the for Gotham Knights. If you don't want to hear spoilers, I will put something in here to like jump this conversation a bit. Skip to 87 minutes. Five seconds. The plot for this game, which also ties into the college humor thing, you're fighting at the very beginning as Batman, and you die fighting Ra's al Ghul. 
because Ra's al Ghul resurrects himself, I think, twice and just beats the ever-living shit out of Batman. I'm not surprised at that one. And then Batman dies, and the Arkham Knights take over to protect the city, and your main plot, as far as I am aware, Ra's al Ghul finally dies during the, the final confrontation. They just kill each other, and then his daughter takes over. Tal- Talia Ghul, is that her name? AKA I think. Also the mother of Bruce's child, Damien. Okay, so you fight as... Is his name Tim for Robin in this game? Yeah. Is it Tim something? It should be Tim. And then Dick Grayson is... Nightwing. 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 Nightwing's cool, too. But yes, that's the that's the plot. I didn't want to spoil it, so I'm going to try to put, like, timestamps so that people don't, you know, get pissed off about what I say, uh, spoiler-wise. But yes, that that is the plot. You are fighting... I'm not exactly sure because I'm not... Steam says I am 12 and a half hours into this game, but I haven't been following the story. I've been doing side missions like crazy because I play this game like I do MMOs where I'm just like, ooh, what's that over there? Oh, there's a fight thing going on. Uh, What's what's this over here? Oh, there's another thing going on over here. It's stupid. I get sidetracked a lot, and I've been kind of savoring the story plots because the story plots are the best part of this game. So I'm not very far because I'm taking my sweet time with it. So the game's open world, and you can pick any of the four characters that you play as, which uh, you play as either Batgirl, um, Ro- Batgirl, not- Batgirl, Nightwing, Robin, Red or Hood. Red Red Hood. That's the, I was yes. gonna say Crimson something. Red Hood, Nightwing, Robin, or Batgirl. And what I did basically all last week was in order to to unlock their um, their uh, traversal abilities, I guess is what they're called. Um, you have to do these knighthood quests, and these knighthood quests require you to do random predetermined crimes throughout the city, and you figure out where those predetermined crimes are by interrogating people during a fight as you're beating the crap out of them. And then you have to do this convoluted hey, mess. Um, what you can't? You better tell me what's going on right now, or. Because I'm gonna break your jaw, and if I break your jaw, you can't talk. Pretty much, it's basically it's it's, it's basically stuff like that. So you like grab onto them. They're like, "Tell me what you know," and they're like, "Okay, I'll tell you what you know and that, what I know." And then all of a sudden, on your map, it'll pop up predetermined crime. Have you ever here. seen the mini movie, the guy who made Kung Fu Hustle? I think it was. I know that movie. Uh, he did a thing called like Bat Thumb, and it's no. literally hilarious. It's like I'm I'm uh, what's that? It's like I think I'm Blue Jay, your partner. If I can only reach. My utility belt. I can. Don't. <laughs> That's the best. I mean, nah, I won't even say it. I was going to say more about the, the thing that I said that I would spoiler past or whatever. But um, so basically, this whole game is an open world thing. You can go basically wherever you want. But in order to unlock your travel abilities, you got to do these knighthood quests. And then that unlocks a knighthood skill tree, which there are skill trees in this game. There's a leveling system. Each character has three different skill trees plus the knighthood skill tree. It unlocks your travel abilities. So Batgirl's got the glide. She plays the most like the Batman from the Arkham games. Robin has a teleport. Now, the teleport... I, I honestly, I think I hate it. I don't like the teleport. A lot of people in the Reddit forums say, don't think of Robin's teleportation ability as a travel ability. Think of it as a stealth takedown maneuver. Mm. 
because Robin is a very stealthy character. Uh, I, I guess his whole skill tree revolves around stealth. Uh, Crimson Hood hops through the sky. A lot of people have bitched about the way that he moves, but I think it's fine. It's like whatever. And then it, Night- it annoys, it, Red Hood annoys me watching him jump around. It, it's I, it's I'm weird. Serious. It's sorry. It's absolutely weird to me. It's weird. And I have a problem with it. I mean, I don't it's know. Like I'm playing hopscotch in the sky. Is there? I mean, I don't know if it actually. I don't think it comes up in the in the game. Is there a reason why he can do that? Can he hop yes, around original, in the rest of the? Okay, now you didn't watch the Titan season. No. Okay. Now, now, I've never seen that show when at all. He was originally Robin before the other new Robin takes place. Okay? Right. Right. So what happens is Ra's al Ghul and the Joker team up. Now, Rosalind and Ghoul didn't really know what the, the Joker was planning on doing and probably would have never have done it because it was so dishonorable. Mm. But he captured Robin, beat the ever-loving crap out of him, and then Batman tried his best to rush and save him, but he was too late. Rosalind Ghoul realized what he was doing was absolutely dishonorable, and so what he did is resurrected um, Robin into the Lazarus Pit. But in doing so, that Lazarus Pit, when you're mentally not stable, it kind of messes you up. Mm. And then the Red Hood. I know it. I know it messes up the Red Hood's memory because there's things that they talk about in the game where the Red Hood's just like, I don't remember that. He doesn't. He doesn't remember a lot of things because a lot of your memory gets wiped out if you're not properly prepared for this. Ah. Raza Ghoul has been using it for centuries. Yeah. Well, more than centuries, yeah. but I mean... A long time. Yeah, a very a long, long time. A long time. A very time. long time. But yeah, and that is why he's able to somehow have magic hopscotch air powers. Yeah. So so here's a, here's a weird question that goes away from the game. Uh, the way that Robin dies in whatever, in the canon or whatever, is that linked to... What the hell's the name? Batman versus Superman? You know how Robin's dead? Does the same thing happen in that movie, or is that just totally something else? You see what happened was the entire like that DC with Batman versus Superman and all. Yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. There were supposed to be answers, and we never got them because the snack, the the Justice League universe is done. Is this the Snyder cut? You yes, mean it's done. Okay, it's done. I we're love not, that movie. We're not. I'm one of the answers. few people that love that movie. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's like, we're not going to get answers for this. We're, okay. We're, it's, so don't even bother. Because you know Robin's dead. Because you see his what this suit, and then it says the Joker wrote on in on the, on the suit in blood or something. It says haha. It so, I don't remember. It was paint. But yeah, I, I didn't know if that was the, that was linked. I don't to it, what it happens could have in this been, game. But we don't know because like the thing about the Red Hood is, is after he gets resurrected, he straight up goes, "Wow, Bruce's way is wrong. I we no matter what I do, I can't stop all crime, but I can find ways to control it in my own way." And he kind of has guns. He has guns. Yeah, yeah. He has guns. He doesn't care. He will literally kill all these crime lords. Like the one movie it was with the Red Hood, where like he comes in and all of a sudden he's just like, "Yeah." You can sell drugs because I can't really stop you all from selling drugs. But what I can do is I, anyone sells drugs to a kid or goes to the school or a playground, mm. I'll kill you. And just in case, here's all your lieutenants. And he just drops all the heads Damn. on the table. Like he, he knows that crime's going to happen, but he knows that he can control it in locations and then he can be in control of it too. That means then he has the authority to say no to them. So the Red Hood, in his mindset, goes, this works kind of thing. Well, Batman's like, I don't use guns. I don't kill people. I got to let the law prevail, which, you know, justice is supposed to be blind. But is it really blind? And, you know, when a corrupt system happens, especially in Gotham. 
And so the Red Hood took his matters into his own hands. See, I'm actually kind of, I mean, okay, another spoiler. So if you don't want to hear, skip ahead about 30 seconds. But in this game, a part that I just got to, because uh, again, I'm not very far story-wise because I've just been running around doing random, random crap in this game. I just got to a part where you go to a monument for Commissioner Gordon, and apparently in this game, he's dead. I thought he died in the last one. Now, is that, when did he die? Well, again, remember, this is not linked to the Rocksteady games. Okay, because I know in the the universe and some other shows, he literally dies because something happens, and I think it was Mr. Freeze who did it to him. He froze him him in such a way where his heart stopped and he died. I I haven't. But that was in the show Titans. Okay, so I haven't gotten to that part yet, but I do know from being spoiled from other podcasts that you do fight Mr. Freeze as one of the early fights in this. I'm just gonna say, like, I, I know there's several, uh, there's been several things that's happened. Because originally, remember, Bat was, is it the same Bat girl as the same one from the last Batman when she was Oracle? Do we know that or not? Well, her name's Barbara. Okay, so she was Oracle. Because remember, she was paralyzed in the last ah. game. And, and they must be following the canon where she got, like, a surgery done with, like, a chip or whatever it was. And then she was able to renew her, like, abilities to walk again. Because Joker... Well, again, I have to say it again. This is not Rocksteady. I know. Different say, different companies, so I don't is, know if they're... I, that is what I'm just wondering, because in the original lore, she becomes Oracle because the Joker finds out who she is, shoots her in the spine, paralyzes her, ah. takes pictures of her, undressing her... And then captures her father, Commissioner Goler, and starts psychologically torturing him. Oh. It's a really messed up comic book. Huh. They even made it into an animated movie, and it's still messed up. Huh. Yeah, he figures out who she was, and then he literally comes to the house and point blank range shoots her in the spine. Is that that's not the the what, what's the name of the Batman comic book? The Killing Joke is that the name of I it? I think that is the Killing of the Joker. Oh, okay. Or Killing Joker. It's but yeah, that's like the part where like she becomes the Oracle. Ah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh. I'm, I lost where exactly I'm thinking in this game. But bas- basically, the big gripe for this game, I always harp on games for some reason, but like the big thing with this game was at first it was the performance. Apparently, this game runs like crap on consoles. Yes, I'm hearing uh, about bad things about the console. But they, I, I'm playing it on PC with a Ryzen 5 3600, not overclocked, freaking 64 but, gigabytes of RAM and a 3800. 30, the last Batman. Wasn't it apparently running shit-tastic on PCs and ran good on consoles, though? The one that came out in 2013 ran like crap on PCs, yes. Yes, that's what it was. Same company, actually. I think the same company made this. I find it kind of funny this time. Like, if the consoles are running bad, the PCs are running bad. Well, the PCs were running bad, too. When I first started playing this, you jump on the, like, the day... The last day that we recorded this game, the game had been out for one day, and I had mentioned that the frame rate for this game was trash when you jump on the bat cycle. They patched the hell out of it. I, th- I could have swore sometime last week I downloaded a 20 gigabyte patch file or like a 40 gigabyte patch file. They patched the heck out of it. It runs fine for me now. Mm. I don't have any issues with it. But I mean, so basic, basic breakdown is you got... Uh, different ability trees that you can level up there's a leveling system with ap uh you can update upgrade your gear you can get like new um 
uh, styles for your suits. Uh, there's different types of, uh, I don't know what they're called, like takedown abilities or something. It's like special abilities that fill up through a little meteor. If you beat a bunch enough of people up, you get to do like a special move. Um, there are detective things where you go into like this weird AR mode and you have to like scan these crime scenes and like link so certain objects like, to different like objects. It's like Batman game where like you're trying to figure out the crime scene with the, with the mask. It could be. It's like you, you look at a crime scene, you use the AR stuff and it's like you highlight certain things and it turns into like magnification points cool. and then you have to link like blood with a matchbook thing. It'll say, oh, oh yeah, this, this, we, we've also this and this combined. We've with, with ballistics, we've done that with all ballistics and all this stuff like that. Because remember, Batman is classified as the a detective, yeah, the greatest detective, right? And that was something that, like, uh, the very first Batman game did, you know, was like kind of would use the X-ray vision to see things. But then the other games, we were using more detective vision. Yep. So I mean, it, it doesn't bother me that he's a detective vision. I think it's good that he does no. that. Yeah, it's, he it's, solves crimes. It's, it's it's very different. Well, you also can use that. Uh, the I call it augmented reality, detective vision, AR mode, whatever you want to call it. It'll highlight specific things throughout your peripheral vision, basically, where it'll highlight enemies. It'll highlight yeah, like electrical boxes that you can smash enemies into. They'll be highlighted purple. It'll highlight loot boxes because, again, you get materials that you can craft upgrades to your suit for, like new batarangs, new... Uh, suit pieces. There's different suit styles that mm-hmm. do different things. So you can have, I think Batgirl has specifically like 11 different bat suits you can craft style-wise. Okay. And good. there's whole color palettes to switch. You can customize the hell out of your character. Well, needless, it's awesome. But no, needless to say, no, in your opinion, because I remember the last Batman game, I played it, and looking at this Batman game, there is not that much detail added to this game. The part where you're you like, mean like visually? Yeah, visually. There's a part where like there's a famous cat, you know, cat um, diner area where like Bruce and um, was it um, Clark Kent would always meet up sometimes and chit chat and talk if they were in Gotham hmm. and they would drink coffee and have a pie. Well, that one had like all these cool neon lights in the last Batman game. Oh yeah. This time it's just like it's just there's the diner. Hmm. And I'm kind of like okay. And then they showed me other areas too on like right here on the bridge and it's like there's not that much detail well yeah i mean the, the there's one a lot less detail in my opinion the, in this game than the last game no you're, you're totally right the the one big thing that i kept seeing was uh they would do direct comparisons to is it arkham knight i think um yeah. and this game with the water and it's like night and day difference arkham knight's way better like visually this game doesn't really hold a candle to any of the other arkham games and on top of that, the gameplay loop with this is in the original Rocksteady games, a lot of the mechanics were based off of counters, whereas this game's all about dodging. See, there I, are I, some I, counter I, things. But I prefer countering because that's what Batman was known for. Again, you're more... not playing Batman. I know. You are not I know, Batman. I know. <laughs> I have, I have oh to drive God. that into people's skulls. You are not playing as Batman. You are not Batman. Except for in the... Or, or are you? Mm-mm. No, you can actually see uh, they have a Batman model in this game. I mean, obviously you fight. No, you you don't actually do that fight from what I can remember. It's a, it's a movie against the, the first dude that you fight against spoiler stuff. But you have to go into this tutorial mode in order to unlock certain things. And when you do the tutorial, they have a full Batman like they constructed Batman as a character and he teaches you in virtual reality with with a with a unique voice and everything. So if you wanted to, you know, if they wanted to put Batman in here, they could. 
Yeah. Okay. Because they have his character model ready to go in in this game already. And you do you got a bat cycle, which is kind of weird because when you can actually call the bat cycle and it'll just p- appear out of nowhere. It'll just kind of ride up and then you just get on the thing and you can go. And then when you're on the bat cycle, there'll be like a um, like a, a wait waypoint line right on the street to where if you have something tagged on the map, it'll just say go this way and you just follow this thing right to wherever you got to get to. There's things with cameras that you have to kind of stay out of the way or like it'll set off alarms. Batgirl has the ability to actually hack that stuff. Which makes um, sense because she used to be Oracle where she was a computer genius and she would have literally be hacking and kind of helping Bruce yeah. Wayne and, you know, like great Dick Grayson, which is not something that's really fun to do. I kept spamming my friends all a bunch of pictures of Dick Grayson and she just goes, what are you doing sending me pictures of Robin? And I'm like, I'm sending you dick pics. Dick Grayson. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, Josh, absolutely had that being like, I, I'm sending my friends dicks. Dicks. <laughs> just, just, just cut it there. Just, like, just dicks. But, but now, overall, though... It's like some cyberpunk-level BS. Why do you come? Why do you come? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But now, um... Overall, I'm just waiting for those memes to start up again once the new cyberpunk expansion comes God, out. So. Okay, so now, in your opinion, who is your favorite character to play? Probably Batgirl. She plays the most like Batman. Well, I, I love playing as Robin, but I hate his traversal ability. See, like, everyone I, I heard says is like this: like Nightwing's okay. Nightwing's fun, and but everyone, and his his traversal ability is uh, cool. So he many, he has a freaking uh, uh, mechanical hang glider with rockets. Yeah, it's he he his his traversal ability is great. It's just I don't like Robin's, but I like Robin's uh, fight mechanics. I like the way his combat works. He's got a freaking bow staff and he beats the crap out of people. Yeah, because like my one thing was like talking about a bunch of things and he was just like everyone's just like Red Hood was like was we thought Red Hood was gonna be like, this edgy kind of thing, and all of a sudden you see him just bouncing in the air, and I'm just like that. his traversal ability is weird, but you can build like again there's different types of uh, crafting elements to this game where you can craft your gear, and then there's a whole mod thing too with I don't even know I understand that but like what they did with the red hood is I just feel like it's just like who thought this was a good idea oh I don't know you know what I'm saying though like don't get me wrong I get like like oh he used the Lazarus pit I get it I understand that he you know he's gonna be like you know different but like it, that it won't give him magical powers for right. God's sakes. Yeah, I, I don't know. But there's like the thing that I haven't even touched on because I haven't gotten far enough to even understand it yet is the mod system for this game. There's like this huge mod tree with all these different perks that you can insert into armor, but I'm not far enough to even get slots in my armor to use any of it. Mm-hmm. But you can build your character in specific ways to like specialize in things, and people have basically used Red Hood and like maxed out his ability to use guns and like beefed up his gun ability which his gun ability in this game i think is actually considered a secondary attack mm. it's, it's it's like equivalent of like batgirl's batarangs or aka devil might cry using his pistol sure it's not it's not your strong suit but people have actually used the skill tree and his mods to make that his strong suit so it's like uh equilibrium gun kata mm. you get right in the middle of people and just start blasting it's like uh that that uh, uh danny devito and uh, uh always sunny anyway i started blasting bah, wow. bah. So I started blasting. Bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. The, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's levels to this game I haven't even, like, started yet. But, I mean, like, overall, though, like, um, are you enjoying it? Because I'm hearing mixed reviews about this so, game. So, right to give you an idea of how much fun I'm having with this game, it's a time thing. That's why I'm not 
far into it, um, but I like this game enough to where when they fix the bugs on the PlayStation 5, I will buy a physical copy of this game. Because like, here's my thing. That's how much I, I like it. I want to buy the game. I really do. It's fun. Put the knife down, Andrew. No. Andrew doesn't want you to buy this game. No. No. Swear to me. Swear to me. Is that the same one that I have? <laughs> the knife right there. It's almost identical. Oh, I was gonna say that looks like my knife, but, but I, you have like my, a, mine's in there. You have that. You, you have that hunting orange. Ah, uh, uh, that's just like a brighter orange. Sure. But I just like. I'm, but yes, is this game good? In my opinion, it is. If you ask other people, they'll say this game's shit. Okay. I I am weird. It's okay to <laughs> enjoy a game you think is like if you know the game is bad, you admit it. There, are, this game has flaws. But if you can admit the game is bad and you say you still enjoy it, so like again, for me, like playing Mighty Number no. Nine, it's like I can admit the game is not great, but I can still say I love it. I say the same thing with Mega Number no. or Mega Man X Six. Mega Man X Six is not a good game, but I fucking love it. Yeah. So you that can that, still, that that you that can still have that opinion about this fun game. Fact, I what, think, I think the Battle Network what Andrew games are bad, but you love the Battle Network. Games. What Andrew just said about Mega Man X Six is how I feel about Gotham Knights. The yeah. game is broken, that, that's perfect, that's <laughs> but I still love it. That's perfectly fine. That is an actual valid argument for a game, in my opinion. Even if the game is not structurally great, if there is enough to break there to have fun with it. Yeah. That in its own right is a selling point. Can you still tell people the game is not good? Yes. Can you still tell people that you can have fun in the game and that it's not good? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a thing that can happen. It's not like we're playing like a game like Daikatana where it's just so bland and boring that nobody's probably going to enjoy it. Or like Shadow the Hedgehog where the game is like so bad, like bland and boring that like even if you can break it in certain ways, it's not fun to break it. Like a game that is fun to break, it's still fun fundamentally at right. its core. Now this is the most important question. Can you do the Batusi? I don't think so. I want to say there's ways well, to Fortnite do. Fortnite dances that Adam. I hate you. I was so Fortnite dancing I... a Gandalf hat. Yeah, man. I want to say there's ways to do dances. I could be wrong. This game's supposed to have a four-player co-op mode coming out. Well, that's what I was just about to for say. For Gotham Knights. Now, how does it work with switching of characters? You have to go back to the bel- the Belfry. Is that what it's called? The the Bat Tower, and yes. you um go up to the suit that you want to switch into, and just click it, and you switch instantly. Okay. Now, like, so like, you cannot be out in the world and just swap characters at that's will. What that I was does not kinda, work. You have to go back. That's what I was kind of wondering about. Um, like, I was like, how does that work for swapping characters? Also, there's like health potions you start out with as far as i know seven i don't know if you can go above that or not but once usually the way it works for me is when i get down to one health potion i go back to the belfry to refill if they let me play as alfred and i get to run around with a shotgun because he used to be part of the sas yeah i would love to see alfred with a shotgun just breaking someone's jaw with it (laughs) yeah the court of owls that movie that that is what the storyline in this game has to do with is the court of owls it does yeah, that's a big por- portion of this game. Okay. Is the Court of Owls. Okay. Owls. But yeah, I mean, it, from from what I've played, I really like it. It's just I need to buckle down and just play the heck out of it. It's just I haven't had time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I like it. It's a fun game. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy an, a seventy dollar copy of this game again when they patch it and it runs smoothly on the PlayStation okay, Five. That, that's like something I was just like. That like, has to say something. I like this I mean, game enough to buy it twice. I've bought like Mega Man Anniversary Collections like three fucking times. So in theory, I've spent like one hundred and twenty dollars like on Mega Man X Six. So like I 
Fuck it. Well, I mean, to give to give you an idea of how I, I guess I guess I'm going to use the word stupid I am. I bought I have played less than five hours of Elden Ring and I own two copies of the game. That's a little insane. I have played less than ten. I love playing this. Maybe Wizard. maybe less than ten hours of Tokyo. What's the game? Ghostwire Tokyo and I own two copies of the game. I loved. Oh, that was a game I need to play. I like Ghostwire Tokyo. Which not that game. I haven't had time. <laughs> because you said that, I don't know why it reminded me of that. Neon White. I never get to play that. That's on my list. I, I heard about the game. I want to buy it, but I don't know if it's good. That's it's fucking amazing. From what I've seen of it, it's amazing. Somebody on the kind of funny games cast, they were talking about game of the year contenders, and Neon White popped up, and I had literally looked into that game today. It's on Steam for like twenty five bucks. Yes. For the price, what the hell is that game? So, so Goth- Gotham Knights discussion is pretty much done. It, it's a good game. I like it. I'm enjoying it. So, get into it later. White, for lack of a better term, is basically like a speedrun game, but it's not. So, hmm. let me give you a. It, but the thing is, is that it's really hard to explain what this game is. So, the idea is that you can get power ups in the game. Yep. Right? But the power ups in the game spells, right? Weren't they spells? spells? But the thing is, is that these spells have different things that they do. Hmm. But they also can be used in different ways. So, a good example is one of them might be like you can fire a gun, but it also allows you to double jump. But the thing is, is that when you use the double jump, it's expended, it's gone. The thing uh, is, is that what's interesting about this game is that it's a lot of bite-sized levels, mm. but the idea is that those bite-sized level, levels allow them from getting to the point A to point B have like very few, like have a few objectives to do inside of them. But the idea is that you always want to go faster. So it's a part of one of those games that the, part of the challenge is, is like, oh, well, I see that this game wants me to, let's just say you have a point A to point B and a double jump in between it. Well, the game wants me to just double jump, right? But the thing is, is that, okay, well, how quickly can you get from point A to point B? What nuances can you find out in the level design in order to get from point A to point B faster? Mm. And that's part of the challenge with it. Because even when I'm watching one of my friends play this game on Steam, and I was watching it like a month or two ago play it, is that they were trying to beat some of the levels, right? Yeah. Trying to get the speedrun challenges. And they were doing things, I was being able to, I was able to say, like, hey, you know, you're doing this, but could you not just, in theory, do this in the same time? And he's like, oh, you're right. And, like, the whole idea is that the game is about shaving seconds off of a level that you've beaten. And sure. Re-beat it until you can actually get, like, items and objectives in order to, like, actually progress the story. Ah. It, it, it's interesting. It's hard to explain, but it's... Think of a game like Super Meat Boy, I guess, in a way. Sure. Where the levels are very bite-sized, yep. but again, the challenge is getting from point A to point B within what the parameters that the levels are giving you, but then also for understanding how to do it the quickest way you magically can. Ah. Um, the voice casting for this game is actually really great, too. It has a lot of funny, good writing to it. The art style is amazing. Yep, that's part of the reason that I was... Art, art style yeah. is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if this game is game of the year material. If it wasn't about to compete with like God of War or Ragnarok coming out and some other big games. I mean, they were, uh, I think it was the game. It was either uh, the games cast for kind of funny or it might have been laser time a while ago. But Neon White and Tunic were brought up for game of the year. I own Tunic. I also need to play Tunic as well. Mm. Um, I do definitely think that, again, I don't know how good Ragnarok is going to be, but if we yeah. take out Ragnarok, I definitely do think that these are two contenders. Absolutely. Sure. These games are strong enough to actually be noteworthy for Game of the Year yeah. attendees. Absolutely. Right. Do I think these games need some rewards for what they've done? Absolutely. I need to play Tunic. I have it on Game Pass. It's installed on my Series X or yeah. S. I, I haven't played right it yet. Now, if Scorn does not win for best sound design, then you're... you're no. Last of Us? Two. Oh, we don't I can just see it now. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> But no, like, Scorn has such has a great sound design to it. I love the sound. I love the... Look, 
the, just here and everything. It's so eerie and good. I love it. Yeah, but I, again, Neon White's one of those games that's also on my radar to buy because I particularly like games like this. And one of the cool things about it, too, is that if you have people friended on Steam, you can see their times as well and try to beat their times. Maybe I'll pick that up just, just because I was curious about it's, it. I didn't know what it was. It's one of those games that is also addicting because it's one of those games that once you start playing it and you start playing levels and like going through levels casually, but then you need to go back and beat them you will realize all of a sudden that you've spent 15 minutes trying to perfect a level. And sure. then you do that to another level, and then another level, and then before you realize it, like three hours later, you're like, oh, shit, I've spent three hours just playing this. Yeah. And that that Actually, that is what the guy on Kinda Funny said, I think. Yes. One of their podcasts, the, the guy was saying, yeah, I spent about three hours, and I didn't even realize it. Yes, the game is a addictive. Ah. It's really good. Maybe I'll pick it up. Again, this is, I, I think that again, I, I, I again, like ex, uh, excluding Ragnarok, because we don't know how good that game is yet, but I am going to probably play that. This is definitely a game of the year contender, in my opinion, and if not the game of the year, it does have a lot of strong suits that are worth, again, reward, awards and, like, exploring further. Again, we have a lot of games coming out this year. I hate this year. Why? There are so many games that I, I mean, all right. We're suffering from just, just just for the hell of it. I'll pull this up. I was gonna kind of save it for. Uh, yeah, I'll save it for the next episode. You want me to? Yeah, I'll save it because we have a we have a lot to talk about next week as well. Oh yeah, I'll it's like it. we're almost at two hours. Yeah, too, I right would now. save it. Save it for next. Okay. Week. We're, um, we're getting a little there. So, what was the other one? Oh, Severed Steel, which was what the listeners are listening to in the background. Severed Steel is our soundtrack for the week. Have you yeah. have you played that yet? I haven't. Yet, no. I bought that. What a month ago or something? It's like a super fast-paced first-person shooter. Yeah, I've seen it. It's I, cool. You're I, running on walls I and shit. I want to play that too, but I have to. I have to kind of pick the games I'm gonna get, and I think Ragnarok's gonna be one of them. Yeah. Again, I own Tunic. I'm gonna finish off Night Number Nine because I have to finish like the last two bosses or whatever. I, I have a few games that I want to beat, but I definitely think it's on my list. I I want to pick up Bayonetta three, but I don't know if I'm just gonna rush out there and get it yet. I have it sitting in a box. I, I know for a fact I'm getting Scarlet and Violet. That is ah. a hundred percent. I'm going to. You're gonna get both. No, just one. Which one are you gonna get? Violet. Or no, Scarlet. My friend's getting Violet. Scarlet. Which one has the the, the jets? Violet. Yeah, I'm getting that. One. I wanted the purple one, but Aaron likes purple. So the, I'm letting Aaron get purple. The jets? Yeah, one of them is basically a jet. Oh. No, no. Like when you transition to a motorcycle, it literally has jets. Yeah. Oh. And, and one of them is me right on. Huh. Which is a pun. Yeah, I, I won't be touching those games. I barely touched Ar- Arceus. That's another Dude, game I, I want to play more I of. Like, I think I, I had 15 hours and I was still in the first area just farming for Pokemon, for God's sakes, in that game. Well, that, Arceus? Yes. I talked about Arceus again. I think Arceus was, again, we won't go into it, but that, that's a shame that that's one of those games that they pulled away the team to work back on Scarlet and Violet. So I'm hoping Scarlet and Violet is good. I have a lot of anticipation for it. I have a lot of, like, I'm really looking forward to Scarlet and Violet. I can't believe they showed a fucking two FPS windmill in one of their trailers. You dumb fucks, stop that. Well, I hope Sonic Frontiers won't be two FPS. I've seen some of that game. It looks good. It's one of those things where it's a draw distance thing, mm. where they're, like, way back in the background. You know how games went. Oh, uh, what was the game you were talking about where you turn around and, like, the FPS behind you was, like, one FPS to save on, like, resources? Do you know what I'm talking about? There was some game you were specifically saying whenever you weren't directly looking at something, the FPS would just drop to zero. Was it Zelda? 
I can't remember. I know, like, even could talk about Legends of Arceus. Arceus had that same issue where Pokemon way in the distance would just be like one half. Maybe it was Arceus earlier this year you were talking about, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. No, there, there's, I, I, I hate it when they do that. Because the thing about the windmill is, like, okay, something that people don't understand about loading distance is that you can render that something that far away to run at a better FPS. You can do that. And the Switch sure. is powerful enough to do that, for the record. Mm. It can do that. I know it can. But they specifically just didn't want it to do that. I don't know. They just released Alan Wake, the first game on the Switch, and apparently it's night and day between the 360 versions. <laughs> like, the, the Xbox 360 version looks way better than I the Switch version. I don't understand how people are having such a hard time designing for the Switch. When, again, we had Breath of the Fucking Wild come out three years ago, and that game looks amazing. Yeah. It's breathtakingly amazing. And yet... Breath of the Wild, it's breathtaking. Hey. Fuck, so I made that joke. Uh, but the point still being is that like a game like that looks that good, and then yet yeah, somebody like Pokemon Unite comes around, and it's like, yeah, our, our menus get like five FPS. And it's like, how the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand it. How long do you think it's going to be until we get a Switch 2? It's going to be a while, because Nintendo's just... it. People are buying the Switch still. I th- yeah, people are still buying the Switch. I don't know. I, one of the biggest problems I have with consoles right now is that... We, we really need some consoles to last a long time. Like, yeah. With this COVID thing, I honestly, I would not be surprised if we see the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 last like almost 10 years. What are you kidding me? They're already talking about pro versions of yeah, both exactly. consoles. And yeah, but that and have- they just said they're they've already raised the price of the PlayStation 5 and the Phil Spencer dude lied right through his teeth because yeah. the Xbox Series X is going up in price right now. Yep, and it's ridiculous. Uh. And, and the problem is is that like I again like I was just talking to him about this when you were away, but like I we really need another PS2. We need another what? We need another PS2. We need another PS2. We need another genre. We need another console that can be developed by on small companies that is easy to develop for and easy to pop out games for. So we have a lot of third-party games coming out for consoles. One of the biggest issues we've been having with huh. consoles lately is that consoles have no fucking libraries whatsoever. And True. people just don't Oh, that's why library. Sony's freaking out about the Activision thing. They are. They're freaking out about the Activision thing. They are. Yeah, but again, it's one of these issues that people don't want to make games anymore for these consoles because they're just too much to, like, learn too quickly. It's mm. not worth it for consoles. I, I just don't like the idea that, hey, everybody, we're going to release a PlayStation 5 Pro three or four See, years I, after. I don't want to buy an upgrade to a console that's not even being fully utilized yet. But here's yeah, the, the thing, thing though. It's we, not even being fully utilized. It's like, how many fucking games have you guys released for this console in the four, like the three years that it's been out or whatever the fuck? You've released like 50 games. Yeah, maybe 100 tops. But hear, me, but hear me out though, guys. That happened with the Xbox 360. There was several Xbox 360s until like the last one came out and was like, Fixed a lot of the problems. Okay, sure. Then the question is, were the Xbox, were the Xbox 360, they releasing more powerful than the last ones? I don't remember this being a thing specifically. Yeah, was the Elite, was the Xbox Elite, that black, sleek console, more powerful than the stark white Xbox that came out in 2006? That's, that's the problem. If I'm correct, yes, and also had better memory, and it had also had like Wi-Fi built into it. But- it had all these other things to but, make it justified. Trust me, I bought it. But the thing is, though, is that you could still run those games on a base 360. Yes. As opposed to some of these pro consoles that are trying, like, sometimes okay. they're specifically saying, like, you can't even run it or it won't run as good. That's, yeah, like, on the PlayStation box, it says it supports 8K, but yet you have games like Arkham Knights that come out and they only support 30 frames per second and yep. 1080p? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. 
what the hell? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's why I'm saying we need consoles to last longer. We need we need people to be able to catch up with the technology that we have right now. And we have a lot of people that haven't even reached 4K yet. I haven't reached 4K. <laughs> I have, but my TV is very basic. Yeah, that's that's the, not a very high on 4K television. No, but that's the thing. I haven't even reached 4K yet. I don't even want to fucking. I don't. Reach 4K. I'm gonna tell you this right now. This TV looks good playing on the, like shooters. It, this, this is a 4K 30 hertz or 60 hertz television, but it play, it basically 30 frames a second. Yeah. It's like, like whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever. So like the thing is, is that yeah, we need technology. We need people to be able to catch up to technology. We need some powerful consoles that are easy to develop for to come out. Yeah. It to just stay there. That's one of the Last generation was good. The, the PlayStation 4 era was like 10 years. Yeah, the PlayStation 4 era was ten, like 10 years, but we still just like didn't. Like, PlayStation 4 did have quite a few games on it. X-Bone really didn't. I mean, to my defense, like right now, like the, the Xbox One against the PS4, like, oh, the, the PS4 won. Like, the thing is, though, is that like, we're like, well, we're, we're talking about these consoles. It's like, okay, well, yeah, the Wii U. And it's like, haha, the Wii U had nothing. It's like, oh, yeah, well, PS4 and Xbox. And it's like, PC. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. PC. So they actually, I think it was, it might have been a YouTube channel that I was watching or something, but they've actually started going into discussions about how moving forward, it seems like Microsoft is not going to be uh, releasing physical consoles anymore because they're trying to get into the streaming service and building their Game Pass catalog into televisions. Uh, that's not going to work. Like that, that that's where that's where the direction of everything's going is that yeah. everything is going digital. And there's a good chance that within 10 years, physical consoles, at least on the Xbox side, won't even exist. Fine. Fuck them. Honestly, at this point, just put everything on Steam. Just put everything on sure. PC. Just put everything on fucking PC and Steam. That's it. That's all you have to fucking do. It's literally that fucking simple. Yeah. People will buy it. Don't fucking Epic Store. Don't any of these other fucking platforms. Just please use fucking Steam. Steam is just your one stop shop. What do you think of GOG? I don't care. Really? Uh, you don't you don't do good old games at all? No. No. I don't. Like don't get me wrong, you can get a lot of good deals on there as far as I know. <laughs> and I know like I know I'm not talking green man gaming, I'm thinking good old games. Good like, old games, yeah, no. yeah. Okay. You can get a lot of good games on there, but like I just I don't care. I just want to use Steam. I uh, just want there to be I just want there to be one unified fucking service. I mean, you're not wrong. I've got Origins on my computer for yeah, Jedi Knight Fallen Order. I've yeah. got uh, the Epic Store for Tiny Tina's and Ghostbusters. I got Steam for everything else. Yep, yeah, no, that's a Ubisoft for my Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, fuck all those. <laughs> but as I'm saying, like, I, I, I hate, I hate EA's play service, and I absolutely hate Ubisoft as like, like for like holding. Like, I'm like, just it's all on Steam anyways. Yeah, but I have it. to download all the stuff to play this the games. Fuck I find it. Yeah, literally just develop it for Steam. It's not that fucking hard. We don't need all these streaming services. We don't need all these game platform services. You need Steam, and that's fucking it. Yeah, because you need you, you need you play on app on your computer to play the game the, their oh. games, and I think it's stupid. Yeah, like Origin sucks. Uh, fucking Epic Store sucks. All these launchers suck. Just use Steam. Sure. And if it God, wasn't for stop trying to do the exclusivity thing, we if, don't fucking yeah. care. Yeah. If it like, wasn't for Fortnite, Ep, you know the Epic Store would be a useless yeah. joke. Yeah, it'd be a useless joke. And that's the thing that sucks is that it's nice that they have this one niche, but that's literally all people use it for is this one fucking game. I, I yeah. And the problem is too is that here's gonna be the issue, right? Steam is free. And thank fucking God it's free. Because I'm telling you right now, if Steam would have been like a subscription service, like $5 a month, every other service would have been like $5 to $10 a month. And then yeah. they started charging money. 
Thank fucking God Steam is free. Yeah. Because every other launcher is now going to be free. So if they try this streaming bullshit like you're talking about, which, by the way, is going to die, Google showed immediately that fucking died. Yes, Google, yeah. like, Google is the biggest reason when... Well, also, like, Google promised all this, like, internet cable throughout the United States of yeah, America, but, but, and that epically failed, too. Right, but the whole idea is that streaming as a service does not work in terms of video games. We've proven this time and time again. If Microsoft wants to make that mistake... Please be my guest. It's your fucking funeral. But if you're going to play with the big boys, just put your shit on Steam and watch how much money you're going to make. It's not even funny. Just do it. Please and thank you. Everybody else wants to join Steam. Go right for it. Nintendo, please keep making consoles for the love of God. You're the only one to make a console worth a damn right now, in my opinion. I'm going to continue buying Nintendo consoles. That's my two cents. See, and that's what pisses me off, too, is going back to Adam buying the Modern Warfare 2 on that disc, on the CD, or on the DVD, or whatever, the Blu-ray, whatever the heck that game comes on, it's literally like 15 megabytes, and you have to download 250 gigs on your console. Like, if you were to buy Modern Warfare 2, yeah, you don't like the aftertaste of that chalky powder at the at the bottom. Uh, if you were to buy Modern Warfare 2 at GameStop, go home, pop that thing into your console, and say, I don't have the internet because of whatever reason, you can't play that game because you have to download it. So why the hell give you a disc to begin why with. the fuck do you even give you this to begin with? Yeah, the problem is, is that console gaming has taken several steps fucking backwards over the years, which is a problem, and this is why I'm just saying, if we're gonna just not take consoles seriously anymore, then fine, fuck it, just go into Steam, just put everything, unify it again. But honestly, I think consoles should exist. I just think that the problem is, is that corporations have just forgotten what console gaming is and what it means and what it should be. And that's to me a problem. You pop a game into a console and just play it. Wow. No, no, no updates, it's no patches. Simple. It's that fucking simple. Yeah. It literally is that fucking simple. And that's the thing I hate is because it's like, I remember now. I could bring out my Game Boy and I could just click it on and ding! There you go. You're playing a game within the first like 10 seconds. Like immediately. As opposed to, I gotta turn on my console, gotta wait for the motherfucker to warm up. There's not even a switch anymore. I gotta hit a button and it's gotta sync the controllers, gotta wait for that. Games are loading, okay, loading screen, all right, gotta load, wait for the game to fucking load for an hour, might as well go make a fucking sandwich, come it's... back, and now I can play the game. It's like, man, I really wish, I really miss it when I could just boot up a fucking console, turn the game on, and boom, I'm playing. That, was my, that is my biggest complaint anymore. Like I said before, like, I bought this, you know, external hard drive, because it said, it's oh, it's Xbox compatible for, you know, you know, Series X and S, and I'm like, sweet, awesome, because I needed one that works. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yes, but if these certain games will say that it's made for only Series X and X, you must have that special hard drive. Yeah. And I'm Fuck just that. like, eat a dick. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. No, console gaming has just absolutely turned the fuck around and just went to the shithole that it is right now. I mean, I and will I say... It, except for Nintendo. Again, Nintendo console is the only one worth it, in my opinion, right now. Switch is the only console that's really worth buying right now, in my opinion. I honestly think that it can still be done better. I think Nintendo is kind of having issues with it still. <sighs> I hate that, but we'll see. I hate how much their limited run games are for that se that system, though. Well, for example, in November, I'm not going to have it until March because I had to order it through eBay because they sold out. But the limited run version of uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the Sith Lords, so Knights of the Old Republic 2 for Switch is costing me through eBay $79 because they sold out within five minutes of its release or its pre-order. Limited run game. Why? 
I don't, I don't know. It literally, like, limited run means it comes with a card that says this is number 72 out of a thousand that are yeah. being released. That needs to stop. And if you don't get it, you just don't get it. You can get the digital version, but the physical version, there's a limited amount of those copies, and you're just screwed if you don't buy them. If it wasn't for, for exclusives... How much I'm working, for how much I'm working right now, I just think I'm, I'm just going to do the upgrade. Help migrate my PC. Just upgrade your PC. It'll yeah, I'm just going to upgrade my PC. But all right, that's on my list of games to buy and play. So we'll see what I have. Which one now? <laughs> what game were you talking about? Uh, we kind of went on a massive uh, tangent. What, what game? Were we, Pokemon? Pokemon? Is that what you're talking about? Pokemon? The, the new one? Yeah. Come out, yes, yeah. But that's why I have to live in a little bump. So I'm probably going to be playing either Tunic, Klonoa, finish off my number nine, or we'll see what else. I still need to go play Revengeance. Maybe I'll play two Revengeance. <laughs> it's not even a real word. Holy fuck. I don't know. I'm going to be playing, uh, well, Gotham Knights until, well, actually, no. So this week, before Sonic Frontiers comes out on Tuesday, I'm going to try and get into Bayonetta a little bit because I have Bayonetta. I haven't played three yet. So I'll probably play that for two days and then jump over to Sonic Frontiers for one day. And then probably, I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't, I'm not going to jump into Ragnarok right away. I can tell you that right now, because I haven't beat the first game. I'm not jumping into the second one right away. Yeah, There's no I way. I don't want to play Frontiers, but we'll see. I don't know. Frontiers, I'm going to be buying the soundtrack, because that soundtrack is fire. Oh, I haven't heard it. It is awesome. I'm, I'm going to spend $89 and buy the CD for that soundtrack, because I like the music in that game so much. I might. I don't know. I might pick up Sonic. We'll see. We'll see how I buy The game looks interesting. A lot of people are bitching about the back and how bland it looks but when you actually see when you see the gameplay of it it looks solid yeah who fucking cares about the background fucking hell people it's like sword and shield where people fucking exploded because look at the textures on this tree this tree has n64 textures on it this is ruining the whole game yeah fuck off I don't know. I, IGN posted a six-minute playthrough with a guy that was playing it competently. There was no commentary. It was just gameplay. Yeah. Here you go. And he's running around the world doing shit. And I was like, this looks good. I might try it. This looks really fun. So I pre-ordered it. I'm going to buy it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, in terms of that, I mean, that and then I've got uh, God of War coming out the next day. And then we got e uh, not e Evil West. What's the name of the game? It is Evil West. Is it Evil West? Yeah. What's the other one that I'm thinking of that had to do with uh, a Wild West stuff that came out last year? Oh, God, that's the song taking us out. Whatever the heck I that was. I don't know. What's it called now? Wild too? Wild West? Yeah. I, oh could, I, I could do that. Right now, we just have Severed Steel playing in the background. Oh, actually, I think what I was going to have us take us out was the uh, Livin' La, Livin La Vida Loca from Gotham Knights. Nah. Oh, okay. Did you, did you see about that? During the Har yes. Harley Quinn fight, there's a poppy version of Livin' La Vida Loca playing in the background while you're beating the crap out of people. Nah, fam. Come on. Wild Wild West. You know you want some. Yeah, maybe, maybe we got that in the background right now. We'll, we'll do Wild West to take us out. So, yeah, I guess this podcast is done. It's actually, what, like two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Big, big, big podcast. I get to wake up tomorrow and go to work. Woo, woo. Should I get the space button? No, no, no. We got to keep it running. Um... So, yeah, until next time, I guess I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Adam. We got a Gandalf hat. Eight billion freaking games coming out. Oh, my God. I'm poor. There's not enough time for this shit. I know. I know. It's nice. literally video it, game overload. Dude, I've been sending memes to my friends. That's no good.